coming to you from the JD's Bar and Grill Mobile Studios, tucked away in the hideout, the home of the San Antonio Gunslingers, the home offices of the San Antonio Gunslingers. You're listening to the Smoking Guns Podcast. I'm Philip Higginbotham, joined as always by Leo Yamas. What's up, Gunslingers Posse? And R.C. Woods. Hello, everyone. We are a podcast dealing with football, more specifically football in Texas, even more specifically football in San Antonio, centered around the San Antonio Gunslingers of the American Arena League, the greatest thing to happen to football in San Antonio, and we haven't even started yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, You can interact with the show by emailing us at smokinggunspod, that's smoking no G, Mm -hmm. guns with a Z, P-O-D at gmail.com or on social media we are at smoking guns pod on both twitter and facebook you can also send us voice messages through speakpipe by going to www.speakpipe.com slash smoking guns pod you can leave us a message uh it's got to be 90 seconds long but you can send us a message and tell us how great the show is and how you love us and 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 how you think we're the greatest podcast hosts ever and speak really slow we'll take that that would take all 90 seconds that would take the whole 90 seconds or you can ask a question questions about the team um if we listen and love it and want to talk about what you're talking about we're gonna we're gonna have it on the show you'll hear your own voice Ooh, how exciting. on the smoking guns podcast yeah so on today's show, we're going to be recapping the tailgate event that happened this weekend out at Alamo Beer. All three of us were oh, there. Oh, yeah. We had a good time. All five of us were there, but you don't know who the five is because Ooh. I don't even... We I got mean, reinforcements we today. We do. Uh, we're going to talk about the upcoming season opener against the Bulls here in two weeks, and we're going to do it all with our in-studio guests. We have... Do you need a drum roll? No, I don't have... We just talked about this. I don't have... You need a tambourine roll. Yeah, some shows. Roll. You know, some shows will bring in like a player or a quarterback or the starting quarterback. We said, that that's crazy. Let's bring in the whole quarterback room. We've been talking about this room. for a while. Yep. Um, and so we actually have both uh, Nate Mace. Howdy, howdy. There you go. They got to hear you. Yeah. And uh, David Olivera. Hey, it was good. I keep wanting to throw an extra vowel syllable, an extra vowel in there. And it, Olivera. And it's not it's all I is. It's Olivera, right? You'll pick it up. Okay. All right. Um, well, I should because, uh, you know, we're calling the game and both of your names um, are something that I need to probably be able to say. <clears throat> Now, As we move into the season, Philip is notorious for messing up names. So I'm not very good with the names. Last names. <laughs> I'm not very good with the names. And with a name like Higginbotham, I mean, you should know better. I mean, I've been putting up with that all of my life, so I feel like other people should too, you know? <laughs> Return the favor. Right. You know? yeah. Ginbot. Get, get, get bot. No, Back to Ginbot. That. Yeah. They, they've always had trouble pronouncing my last name. So really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were joking last night uh, with the owners on the team, and uh, I just I, I was joking around and said, um, "Didn't y'all know I'm going to be the starting quarterback for? And I'm going to do <laughs> I'm going to quarterback, and I'm going to do a play by play at the same time." Where's the laugh sound? You got yeah, I got that, uh, that. I think I have. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's funny. <laughs> no, um, I said something along the lines of, uh, "While it will be a spectacular failure in the win loss column." It will be really interesting for those people that like to watch the videos of the guys that jump into the pool that's frozen over and don't realize how thick <laughs> yeah. the ice is. Yeah. Like there's hundreds of those videos out there. And every time I watch one, I watch it on loop about 20 times. 
I don't know just what it is so about funny. those. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Easily entertained. Obviously. But if you like to watch that sort of stuff, watching me play quarterback would be akin to that because you would just be like, man, this guy's getting killed. Beautiful. <laughs> and throwing interceptions. I didn't know you could throw double digit interceptions in yeah. one quarter, but I could do it. I, I think I could do it. I'm confident in you. And then you said, <laughs> Leo said. I said, but. But the, the the last name has to fit on the back of the jersey, and that would never happen. We have to use the sleeve. Maybe so yeah, go on the yeah front. you stretch shoulder for shoulder. Yeah, we <laughs> have to go all the way from the sleeve to the sleeve. Yep. Left sleeve would be Hig, and then Ginbot on the back, and then um, Ham, Ham just on ham. the right. So everybody would just say, and you can call him Hig Ham. And then Leo attacked my <laughs> athletic prowess by saying that he thought I might trip over the. The ten yard line. The ten yard line. The, the paint. The paint the on the ten yard line. <laughs> and break your pelvis. Where I and I, I made it clear to him that that is ridiculous. Right. I would not even make it out of the locker room. I'd injure myself putting on shoulder pads well, on my back. Know, so I wouldn't even make it. You know, down the stair that you got to step down onto the field. <laughs> like that'd be the end of me right there. So guys, uh, you've been through uh, training camp at this point. We've been through practices through this new year. And now we're two weeks away. How are you feeling like right now, right now today, about the game that's coming up in just 12 days when we're recording this and 10 days once this goes out? Wow. I'm just confident in the team. We really came a long way since we first started, like especially when we first started training camp. Right. You know, uh, we went through a couple of different playbooks offensively. And oh, sorry. You're good. Uh, okay. Yeah, we've really kind of picked it up and we're kind of on our groove right now. So two weeks would be right. Right about the time where we come out, come out firing. What do you think, Nate? Um, I agree. Yeah, uh, we definitely been through a lot. You know, I didn't get to be here for all the training camp, right. any, any training camp actually. Um, for but just getting to know these guys and getting this bond going, I, I do see a bright future. I definitely, I definitely picture us uh, holding the big trophy. You know, I've had dreams about it. Sure. So you know, my dreams come true when when we make them come true. So there you go. We're yep. gonna make it happen. Awesome. So let's learn a little bit about you guys because, um, I, I mean, people want to know. And it, it's interesting because the quarterback position is not the only position on the field. Um, and I know some some people will give me a hard time for saying this, but it is definitely the most important position on the field. You can hide mistakes oh, yeah. at a lot of other positions. Right, right. You cannot hide a lot of mistakes at your quarterback position. Your spotlight. No. Um, if you don't have somebody in that quarterback position, you're in trouble. It's the hardest position to play on the field, I For think. sure. And it may be the hardest position to play in all of sports. I, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. You have to know what the, everybody's doing at the same time. You know? yep. yeah. yeah. And you're also the leader of the team. Right. Yeah. Right. The the only other person on the football field, just, just single people on their own doing their job that can look terrible if, if they don't do their job right is corner. Uh, defensive oh, yeah. backfield because oh, yeah. if you get lost and coverage it's yeah, over it's over <laughs> and everybody yeah. sees it like everybody <laughs> yeah. watches you blow that coverage sure. and, and um when, and the bad thing for those guys is when they do their job well then nobody knows that they're doing it because nothing's right. happening right and so they don't get the they, they don't necessarily get the glory like but if they do their job poorly then they get all of the blame right well so, an yeah. o-lineman deal with that a lot like you don't oh, notice yeah. an o-lineman until he blows a block like you don't right. even know these guys, right? Uh, they can make eleven Pro Bowls, and you're like, "That guy's still on my team." Like, yes, he is, and he's amazing, and you need to respect him. Yeah, uh, yeah, at, we're, we're nothing without our line, man. No, nothing, for sure, we're nothing without him. 
Um, but so much about any football team kind of runs through that quarterback position. Again, it doesn't all end there, but I think it all starts there. I think that's an important position. So uh, fans are going to want to know about both of you guys. Um, so let's start with David for just a second. David, tell me, where where are you from? Where did you grow up? Uh, born and raised here in San Antonio. Awesome. Where'd you right. go to school? I went to school at Medina Valley High School. Okay. Over in Castroville. Yeah. Yeah, I I played football since I was about five. Panthers? Yeah. Yeah, Medina Valley Panthers. There you go. Yep. 2014 is when I graduated. Okay. But uh, I've been playing since I was five. Um, stayed at one school, so sure. graduated from Medina Valley. Did you play anywhere past high school as far as? Uh, uh, college? No. Yeah. No, no college? I, I played uh, three semi-pro. years in semi-pro. Where uh, at? Here in San Antonio, San Antonio Warriors. Okay. Oh, nice. Excellent. Excellent. Nate, what about you? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Tacoma, Washington. Sweet. Yeah, far, far west. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I went to Emerald Ridge and PHS, Puyallup High School, um, over in Puyallup. And uh, I I played a lot of posi- – I started playing football when I was like 10. Um, I, I was doing Taekwondo before then, and then I switched over. I liked the combat, so and my dad wanted to get me out of the house, so I started playing football. Sure. Um, and I was always like, I've played, I've played every position on the field, so I've really, this quarterback stuff's been new to me the past couple years. Okay. Um, but being in that transition, it's definitely, it's helped me a lot, understanding a defense. You know, I was a defensive player in college. Um, I played two years of junior college football over in Tacoma, Washington, and then I played a year of semi-pro, and that's when I started my quarterback. You know, I got my quarterback debut, okay. and um, I had a pretty good first game. COVID hit, mm. then it was over. Right. But luckily, the Lord blessed me with the opportunity to come out here, cool. and here I am. Awesome. Uh, being from Tacoma, being from the great Northwest, I- I've got to warn you, because you're brand new to the San Antonio area. Um, you guys deal with this stuff I hear all the time called rain, where oh, yeah. water falls from the sky. <laughs> yeah. Once we get past about uh, April, April here into May, that Nothing. doesn't exist here. Oh, I've that gotten a taste happen. of it already. I, I, when I when I showed up, I got a sunburn in December. It, was, yep. it blew my yep. mind. <laughs> it was fantastic. I was I felt blessed. It was awesome. I know. I know. It's. Uh, I mean, rain is something that you see a lot in the Washington area, Oregon area, up in that area, and, and we just don't like. We get into the summer and we'll go whole calendar months without seeing any you know measurable rainfall sometimes so. yeah coach keeps telling me he's like you, you west coast boys you better be prepared for this you know Different it's gonna be day, hot yeah. it's gonna be oh, hot that's true yep so david uh tell me a little bit about how you wound up here how did you wind up with the gunslingers what's the story behind that uh, just made made a decision to go to another semi-pro team which coach tony was um was a part of at the time yeah and then COVID hit and um, he ended up giving me the opportunity to come out and try out for the team. So, so that's I've been here ever since. Gotcha. And Nate, um, what brings you all the way from Tacoma? Um, you know, I I played my semi pro year. I got my one game, of course, COVID, and I've been trying to make these, uh, trying to just get out of that that level. I want to get to that next level of football. Sure. Um, because one day, obviously, we all want to make it to the league. That's the goal of this. Right, you know, right. We're, here, we're here for a reason. I'm not risking my body for fun. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I am, but for money, too. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for the dream. Oh, you know, absolutely. No, dream. yeah. Seriously, I've been living. The, it's like I'm a big kid. I get to do, the, I get to do what I love for a living. But, um, you know, my agency, Black Diamond Sports, they, they told me about the AAL. 
and uh, she started my agent, Brandy. She's amazing. Shout out to them. Um, they they reached out to some teams, set my film in, and okay. um, luckily San Antonio, uh, the Gunslingers were the ones to to pull my card, and they were like, "Hey, if you come down here, will you move down here, we'll get you a, we'll get you a contract, and we'll have some fun." Sure. And you've only been uh, with the Gunslingers since the new year, right? Like yeah, right at January, Christmas time. January eighth, I believe our first practice was. Yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty I'm pretty fresh to the system, but um, I'm picking it up fairly fast. Um, getting to know these guys. We, we got a pretty good bond going. We're definitely going to have a lot of fun this year. And you've got uh, a very vocal support system around you, Absolutely. at least on social media, because oh, yeah. anytime <laughs> we post anything uh, That's a, and your family gets a hold of it, oh, they yeah. are they are all over they, that. They take advantage of it. You know, I'm, I'm the first one in my family to kind of make it in this field. You know, my, my family, I'm the first to graduate high school, first to go to college, so... This is a big deal to my family back home and uh, all my friends and stuff. They get to see me live out my dream. So it's very cool. Yeah, they're they're loving it for me. So it, and it keeps me driving. It keeps me pushing. It makes me want to be better every day. So I'm Excellent. loving it. Well, it's uh, we're gonna have the whole show to talk to you guys about um, some of the things that we're gonna see and uh, you know what you think of certain coaches. We're gonna, we're gonna ask all kinds of questions. Yep. Uh, but we do need to cover. We do need to talk about. <laughs> Uh, the event that was Saturday, it was a week late because it was supposed to be the previous Saturday, but there was this, you know, freak snowstorm True. Uh, that that kept us from getting together at Alamo Beer on mm -hmm. the 21st. Right. So instead, we had it this week on the 27th out at Alamo Beer, Saturday, 1 to 5. If you came out, we enjoyed spending time with you, but many of you, I think the schedule... Just didn't work Did out you? for everybody. Yeah, it was a last minute change. Yeah, it was. It yeah, was a last so. minute change. Great little facility. That's the first time I've been to Alamo Beer. I know you guys have been out there. Yeah, a we times. have been. Yeah. Um, but that's out. the first time I've been out there. Um, nice little place that they've got there, right up under the bridge. Mm -hmm. um, just very, very uh, family friendly. Cozy. Cozy's kind of a cozy a little spot. Um, we sat uh, there for a few hours and talked with. Jason and talked with Jonathan, talked with some of the players. Coach saw Tony. Coach Tony. Yep. Um, what? Uh, what did you? T well, who did you? You spent the whole time talking to everybody because I you're did. RC Wood. <laughs> that's right. And that's yeah, what that's you do. What, that's what RC does. <laughs> so who all did you talk to? Because I know you're 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 chomping at the bit wanting to tell well, me about. Well, I did talk, talk to David's dad. Was that your uncle also there, or uh, just uh, a buddy of his? Microphone's his over here. <laughs> uh, Family friend. Family friend. Okay. So I kind of hung out with them, and uh, your dad was so sweet. He was like, make sure you mention David's name a lot on the podcast. I'm like, yes, sir, I will. Yeah, he's a huge supporter. Yeah. <laughs> and then for a while, I was talking to Nate and his girlfriend. I forgot her name. I'm sorry. Gracie. Gracie, yeah. And so I, um, I'm i friendly with them on Facebook, and I kind of, you know, I did the mom-to-mom -mom with both of their moms. Right. So I feel mm -hmm. attached to both of them. You sure. Know? And especially because, Nate, you're far away, you know, and you're still young. And so, of course, my mother hen kind of instincts come in, and I'm trying to take protect you and stuff. And I've given you advice about different places to go to. And Absolutely. so we had a good time talking. Um, we also talked to um, Cody's uh, family. Love his mom. Yes. Did the mom-to-mom -mom with her. Yep. So, of course, once they see me, like, hey, you know, so we get so excited. And then there was actually people that weren't even there for the gunslingers. But I said, hey, do you know why we're, why you guys are here? And are these? These, have you noticed the football players? And they're like, actually, we don't. So I went into my whole thing about the gunslingers, and they were very, very impressed. And so I made them all uh, sign up into the um, 
on Facebook with the podcast. Right. So now they're all our friends, and so they're going to be following us. And took some pictures with them. I did get a bunch of notifications like that day. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it was, it was probably them, really, because I think I must have signed up or you know told people to come about at least six people. Cool. And so um, from there, I was just talking to the coaches, talking to some of the players. I know some of the players didn't want to take pictures. Mm -hmm. And then I reminded them that I know most of their moms. And they're like, okay, okay, (laughs) we'll take pictures. So it was good. And then there was one player, I think his name was Bustamante. I think his last name was Chris. 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 And so he was kind of shy. And I was like, okay, you know, um, I haven't heard from you. You know, I posted that I'm looking for different moms. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. I was like, come on now. You know your mom wants to talk about and brag about you. Like, okay, okay. So I'm still waiting for Bustamante to contact me. Um, so I went around the whole, it's a pretty big place. And so I took pictures with everybody, uh, talked to them, recruited them. And so they're all excited about the, cool. uh, for the game. Cool. Leo, uh, you got a chance to, uh, we've sa- you've sampled the Gunslinger beer before, but we really got yeah. a chance to, to um, have a couple of those. Yeah, we got a, a six pack. Uh, and it was the Amber. I didn't have any of the light. This was my first shot at it. Yeah, the amber's um, my so, favorite. Yeah, yeah the, amber the amber's solid. Um, it's mm-hmm. really, really good. The light's uh, really good too. I, like light. I gotta try it's it. Nice I mean, I gotta, I gotta try it. But the amber is definitely my favorite. Uh, they had some some gear there. They had they some did. San Antonio Gunslingers gear, and I yeah. brought my family, which means I brought my wife, which means I walked away with no gear because oh, I was no. <laughs> over at the table, and I was like, well, that. That's not that much, and my wife said, "Yes, it is," and so I didn't. I didn't end up walking away with. Yeah, I anything. didn't walk away with anything because I got there late, and they had already sold out of the big head size gotcha. hats, yeah. and so I missed out. Um, if I'd gotten there early, I for sure would have got one, but I didn't. A couple of different hat options. They have the snapback uh, yep. with the you know trucker cap kind of style, and then they've got the flex fit. Yeah, well, the snapback I could have got, but I really I like the flex fit. The flex oh, see, fit. I like really the nice. snapback a little better. I like the snapback too, but Dolores mentioned because sure. I, I looked at the snapback and I picked it up and she says I like I like the other one better and I was like okay, put it back. So they had some shirts out there too. Um, first time I'd seen those and yeah, I actually new design. thought yeah, very nice. Um, again, I probably would have wound up with one if if mm. if I hadn't uh, had my conscience there. Tumblers <laughs> and Tumblr? the tumblers. Oh, I like those. Yeah, those um, were nice. Which again is another one of those things that I already have too many of. I've already got too many of these, you know, Yeti or Yeti knockoff kind of things. So um, I didn't end up walking away with one of those. And again, I would have um, Mm -hmm. if I had not had somebody standing right there next to me saying, no, we don't need that. Um, I was tempted. The tumblers were nice. They were. Red, white, and blue. All three colors available. With the logo. With the Gunslinger's logo on it. Um, And the food was, was... the looked great. Oh my yeah. And the pretzels. I wanted oh one of the pretzels. Oh the pretzel is yes. as big as a plate. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Just, just looked great. I didn't eat anything because I had promised Dolores I was going to take her. You out were going to go get some uh, lobster pizza. How'd yeah, that we posted it on on Facebook. Did or she did, and she tagged me on. You guys ever heard of lobster pizza? No, no, dude. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to plug them. They're not a sponsor or anything, but there's a place out in Bernie. So it's kind of, cl- it's not too much farther than the, the Rose Palace out that way All right. um, called Z's Wood Fired Pizza. It's a little uh, family owned joint, incredible pizza. Like, I mean, their pizza is really good and it's wood fired. I mean, they, they have these big brick ovens that they, they wood fire their pizzas in. Um, 
They have a different special every month, and the one for February was called the Sebastian, uh, which is lobster. They put lobster on top of a pizza. It's white cheese, chives, but, like butter. But it was Sebastian is a crap. I know. Yeah, we, <laughs> we brought that up to the to the. That's yeah, not right. That <laughs> we, we brought that up to the server, like you know, a couple of years back. The first time we went for it, we we're like, "Hey, you know, Sebastian's a crab, right?" He's like. Shh, don't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, we just told all of San Antonio. Yeah, there you right. go. Yeah. out. But uh, my doesn't favorite, matter what they call it, though. It was good, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the pizza is really good. Even just the the regular uh, ones they have on their their menu. There's one called the Da Vinci, which has like sausage, um, artichokes, uh, mushrooms. If you like that kind of thing, it's really good, man. Um, we add pepperoni to it. But my favorite pizza that they make is one of the monthly specials. Every time they have it for the month, I go at least four times. That means once a week. Wow. <laughs> it must be good. I work out in Bernie, so it's, oh, it's right. easier for me to do that because I'm out there, you know. But um, it's called the Miyagi, mm. after Mr. Miyagi. Mm-hmm. And if you like crab rangoons, then I you do. will love this pizza because that's what it is. It's crab meat. With like crispy noodles uh, mm-hmm. scattered on top of it, with the white cream cheese and chives, and they even put that little like drizzle, that sweet and sour mm-hmm. drizzle that they put on the the crab rangoons, like to dip them in, and they they put it on and they bake it into the pizza, and mm. it is phenomenal. That is my favorite pizza, bar none, like of anywhere any, of, any of pizza all pizza of all any ever king I'm of pizzas pe- yeah i'm a pizza wow. freak so you got me salivating z's wood fire pizza well speaking of pizza i want to know what you guys like on your pizzas oh i'm not oh, nobody's yeah. gonna like me anymore but pineapple's allowed on my pizza that's fine that's no okay. that's good i'm down with, <laughs> We're okay okay with that i gotta have pineapple you know canadian bacon and pineapple pepperoni pineapple pepperoni jalapeno pineapple it's got to have some sort of fruit Oh, I got sweetness. I'm okay with that. What about I'm, you, Dave? I'm just regular, regular, you know, pepperoni. Okay. <laughs> no. Nothing wrong with that either. And I mean, I like everything, but sure, that's what I go with. Cool. Uh, and then that was that was uh, Saturday, and mm-hmm. then Sunday. Yeah. It was a full week. It was a full weekend busy. of gunslinger stuff for it you, was. RC, because yeah. you were there all day Saturday, and then Sunday you got up early. I did get up. Headed early. into town. I did. And you got to be. Uh, not just on a, on a radio show. You got to be the guest host. That's right. Of the sports time on 9... 9.30 a.m. But it was at 10 o'clock in the morning, so that kind of threw people. Like, are you at 9.30 or are you at 10 o'clock? But the, you know, the radio station, station is, is 9.30. 930 but a.m. and then... But, but then confused. you were at t- on at 10 o'clock. 10 yeah. to 11, sports time with Rudy Campos. Rudy Campos. Uh, Caroline Antigua was out. and She's so you vacation. were You were in... For her, you got to talk gunslingers. What? Uh, you're an old hat at this, though. You sit behind a microphone once every couple of weeks. Yeah. You've been doing this for a couple of years. Yep. Um, so it was just like our show, right? Same no, thing. No, it was very different. What was different? The time. And so um, that was the fastest one hour that I've ever right. had, ever. I mean, it was just like boom, 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 you know? And uh, very exciting. I love Rudy. Uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed just talking. It was a little bit different for me because usually I just talk football. Right. So I had to kind of like, oh, my God, they're talk about all different kinds of sports. Oh, yeah. No, he was I, talking uh, uh, yeah. Spurs with you. I he didn't talked really a little March Madness March with you. Madness, yep. you know. And then I kind of piggybacked what we talked last time about the movies, the football movies. Right. And so we talked about that. And then um, we had Coach call in. 
Yeah, and so I that heard was that. Kind of, that was kind of funny. I mean, I heard part of that. I was watching on the Facebook Live. I have an actual oh, okay. the Facebook Live. I'm 80. The book of face. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm watching Facebook Live, and so there were parts of it that were cutting out where we couldn't hear in the studio. You could hear on your headphones what Coach was saying, but the microphone there on his phone was not picking up in studio. Oh, okay. um, We had a little bit of a hard time hearing a lot of what Coach said. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so um, he called in. I guess he missed where we talked about the sports movie. Oh, yeah, because he said casino? Casino, you know, and I was like, (laughs) okay. And so we had to figure out how that was tied to sports. Uh, And then we also, he was talking about how if it was really a sports show or was it a drinking show. So apparently I talked about drinking a lot. You did. Did I really? You did. You did. Okay. Um, And then we talked about how we sponsored... Mm-hmm. Uh, for the cheerleader, Sierra. Yeah. And so then Coach also said that he wanted to try out too, but it was that two-piece that right. made, wow. made him decide not to do it. You He's going to be kind of busy on game days I anyway. I know, I told him, you know. but um, So we had a good time talking about that, so it was fun. That's cool. So uh, sports movies. Speaking of sports movies, what about you guys? Your favorite football movie? Oh, I got, I mean, I got a lot of them. Varsity Blues, Remember the Titans. Sure. Uh, Gridiron Gang. I mean, I love, okay. I love all the movies. I really do. Right. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Sure. sure. Um, football is a religion. We kind of talked about that on the last yeah, show. Yeah, we did on the last mm-hmm. show. Both yeah. Varsity Blues and uh, Friday Night Lights. I think or, there are people in other parts of the country that are like, well, nobody loves football that much. Yeah, so that's what I said in the last show. Like, Friday Night Lights is kind of special to me because I really like that movie, and I've talked to people from different parts of the country, and they're like, oh, man, that was like so fake. Like, there's... You know, uh, high school football isn't there, it's not like that. And I'm like, dude, you come not. to Texas and you will see how big f- high school football can get. That was totally real, and they, they they just like couldn't believe it. Yeah, my high school they actually they made us do the Murph challenge. Uh, um, he's like, a, I believe he's a Navy SEAL, or he was a um. I guess I'm, I don't know, but okay. it was, it was this insane workout. We had to, we had to carry someone a hundred yards. We had to run a mile, do like a hundred, hundred pushups, run another lap or run. A, I'm sorry, run a mile, reverse it, crab walk a hundred. It was, it was ridiculous. It was a hundred pushups. It was called like the Murph challenge, I believe. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, you'd have to look into it, but I, I it was, it was traumatizing. <laughs> it, was, it was traumatizing. I'll never forget that. Well, and I live out in Lavernia and like, Town shutting down for football games absolutely happens. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, businesses shut down because there's football tonight uh, in town, and the whole town is there within that uh, stadium. You know, there's nobody driving. If you want to go to – if you're if you're ever driving through on a Friday night in the fall in Lavernia and you want to go to Whataburger when there's no line, go right. when there's a football game. Yeah. <laughs> the because they're still no open way. because it's like Whataburger. It's not a local yeah. business, right. but there ain't nobody there. However – if you're a little later than that and you try to go as soon as the game gets out. Yeah, there's a huge line. The line is around the building. Yeah. I know my yeah. a husband was a military brat, so he's been all over and he played football. Sure. And so when he actually got stationed here in San Antonio, he's like, what's up with all these stadiums? Like, who plays <laughs> in all these stadiums? Oh, it, it blew my like, mind when I showed up He could not believe here. it That's... was for high school. I mean, could not believe it. And he's literally been all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Texas football, Texas high school football is Cute. crazy. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, back on the sports movies, I yeah. just want to say something real quick, like what RC was saying. So Coach Tony called in and said Casino, Casino was his favorite yeah. sports movie. I don't think okay, – all right, we all know. Uh, Tony, uh, if you're listening, which I know and you listen, 
turn the turn the volume down for like <laughs> ten seconds here. Just do me that favor. Turn the volume down and then come back. We all know Casino is not a sports movie. It's not a sports movie, but, but I'm not going to tell the coach. Argue, argue. Argue. I'm not, not going to argue with the coach. With we coach did Tony not solicit that call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Both players are shaking their heads like, we don't want anything to do. Yeah. You guys have been to with practice. That. You've seen the right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to argue. All right, coach is back. Yeah, great movie, Casino. Great, great sports casino. movie, Coach. Excellent. Uh, yes. Excellent movie. But there was some uh, betting. So betting has to do with sports, so we kind of tied Well, but It's a stretch, no. but hey. Uh, um, no, no, it's no, no. Okay. Um, not I tried. Work. I tried, Coach. Yeah. Y'all were talking about any given Sunday. I was like, that's a that's a great movie. I love that movie. Do you? Oh yeah, yeah I love the movie. It just it it it's on the edge of surreal, like the eyeball thing, and there are certain parts <laughs> of it where you're just like, okay, come on now. Um, I know that's technically they gotta, possible they gotta drag it out somehow you know they're gonna yeah but man uh anyway we're gonna take a break real quick when we come back we're gonna talk a little more about uh what we're gonna see here in a couple of weeks when mm-hmm. we uh pack the palace hashtag pack, 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 hashtag. Pack. Hashtag pack the palace um we're going to talk some more about that and then we're gonna learn some more about both david and nate stick with us right here smoking guns podcast we'll be right back We are excited to have JD's Bar and Grill as the studio sponsor for the Smoking Guns Podcast. No matter where we go all season long, whether it's here at the hideout, whether it is uh, on the wild, wild western side of San Antonio. Yep. The corral. The corral there at the uh, the palace. When we pack the palace. Pack the palace. Um, no matter where we go. And, and and we will also go to JD's Bar and Grill. That's yep. right. Um, but no matter where we go, JD's Bar and Grill is part of our mobile studio. They are uh, the ones bringing you all of this um, great uh, coverage all over San Antonio as we bounce around. The reason that we can do that is yep. because JD's Bar and Grill is part of our team. They are over on 2000 Southeast Loop 410. Mm-hmm. Suite four, suite one hundred one. One hundred one. Um, right there at the, uh, it's not the Ritterman exit, is it? Is yeah, it, it is the Ritterman. Is it Rigsby? No, Rigsby. Rigsby. You're right, Rigsby exit, um, of four ten, right there next to Walmart. There's a Dollar Tree next to him. Nice big place. I drive yes. by it the other. In fact, I drove by the other day mm-hmm. and I pointed it out to my kids. I'm like, hey, that's our sponsor right there. That's right. Um, JD's Bar and Grill. Go. They got great food. Mm-hmm. They've got drink specials. They have live music on the weekends. They have pool, darts. A good uh, place to hang out. Yeah. Just, awesome. Just a ton of stuff going on there. Go check them out. Um, go get a drink. Go wear your gunslinger's gear in there so that they Ooh. know you heard about it here. If you can't get make the game for whatever reason, maybe they'll be showing it there. Either. Yeah. Maybe well, we need to, to work that out with them. And later in the season, as we uh, as we move through the season, we're going to have some events out there. Mm-hmm. Um, as the Smoking Guns podcast will invite you guys out to hear a live taping of the show, and uh, bring a couple of you guys on. We did that back in the day with the command post. That's right. We'd love to do that again as we go into the season here with the Gunslingers. JD's Bar and Grill. Go check them out. Uh, they are on Facebook at uh, JD's Bar and Grill. Yep. I think is there. Um, just search them, JD's Bar and Grill. It'll pop up. There's a a great little frozen margarita. Is their is their icon? Is their mm-hmm. um, avatar? So go check them out, JD's Bar and Grill. Another one of our sponsors that we're really excited about. We've always been really excited about Teardrop Pepper Company. We love them. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, just great. They are a sponsor of the show. They are a sponsor of the Gunslingers. Mm-hmm. We were just talking before we hit the pl- hit the record button here that yep. uh, we should have that they should come out to tailgate mm-hmm. with us and bring some Golden Habanero and Supreme Serrano. I'll buy some bottles right so on, that everybody on. is there. That's so right. Chris, Kristen, if you're listening, Chris and Sarah, come on out, with uh, the baby. Let's get out there to the Rose Palace on the 13th and and. Bring some bottles. You won't have any trouble mm, selling them there at barbecue. the. Oh, oh. oh yeah. Oh, barbecue. It's good Hamburgers. on pizza. Uh, I bet it's good in eggs. I need to do that. Some scrambled eggs with some little golden habanero in there. Mm. Sure. Yeah. But that'd be great. Um, Teardrop Pepper Company is uh, up in Austin. You mm. cannot find their products in HEB. You need to go to teardroppepperco.com and order. Use the offer code ARENA8. R E N A. That's right. And you will save ten percent. Order now so that you're ready for the thirteenth. If you order it's now, only like what two weeks away, less than that. Yeah, it's ten days from ten now when days. they're hearing this. Uh, oh, if you should, order right now, it will low. get you. It yeah. will get to you in time. But it you should, can't yeah. wait very long. No. You need to be ordering now. Go to teardroppepperco.com. Uh, order your products. Follow them on all the social medias at teardroppepperco. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas, and we're sitting around the table with the entire quarterback room yep. of the Yay. San Antonio Gunslingers. We have David Olvera hey. and Nate Mace hanging yes, out with sir. us. We're talking about uh, Gunslingers. We got a game in two weeks, less than two weeks. Yep, North Texas Bulls. The North Texas Bulls. The enemy. Uh, in fact, I got a message. I told you guys about this before we started recording, but I got a message today from the ownership. Of the North Texas Bulls, and I wasn't sure how to respond immediately because it was just, hey, love this show, love the way you guys talk about us. And I was like, is he serious or is he, um, is, is, is this a flex? Us? Like, is this a, is he, is he trying to, is he trying to like put pressure on me? Because I will fold, I will fold immediately. And, uh, no, but, uh, had a conversation with them. Uh, told him that while we wish them nothing but success uh, in seven of their games this year or six of their games this year, there's two that, sorry, three, oh, three. you're right, there's three. three. We do play the Bulls three times. We open the season, we close the season, and there's another one right in the middle. here. Yeah, so, right in the middle yeah. here. Um, so that, that, maybe we should get one of them to interview them. We do. Know, we can ask I, them well, to, we've had one of the ownership group on, yeah, but Tyler, not when Tyler it was here. the Bulls. He was doing Falcons. the North Texas Falcons right. at the time and came on the show. I want to I want to interview them before the season. Ask, how does it feel going into the season knowing right off the bat you're going to have three losses? Right. Knowing that <laughs> you're playing true. for second. We keep like, that mentality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We may have to put that together for next week because we are weekly now. We are weekly. That's true. Um, we may reach out to Tyrone or uh, one of their ownership groups, see if we can get them to call in um, and just uh, tell us why. Why even drive all the way down a Senate? Like, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? Like, yeah. why would you do that? Inquiring minds want to know. Right. Uh, so we talked some about this last week, but it bears, it bears repeating that. Uh, the Gunslingers have been practicing and been working together since October. October. Mm-hmm. Whereas the yep. North Texas Bulls have just finished up their tryouts, tryouts their yeah, final set mini-camp. of tryouts, and their mini camp. Like mm-hmm. what? A little late to the game. Um, you guys are there. You're you're playing. You're on the field. What is the difference 
of having two, three, four weeks with a set of guys or having the amount of time that you've had together and working together, does it make that big a difference? Oh, it makes a huge difference. Uh, the amount of time that you can uh, get together with all the guys mm-hmm. and uh, really work on everybody's objective, like every single play, you know, we, everybody's going to be fluent in what they got to do on come game day. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, I agree. It's going to have a lot to do with it. You know, we, we built these relationships. We're, we're not just at, like brothers on the field. We're brothers off the field now. You know, we've created that bond. And, and personally, that stuff goes way deeper than just being a good athlete. You know, look at the pros. Look at the NFL. You know, you got these guys who are all the best of the best. Right. But you 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 stick a star receiver with a with a bad quarterback, you know he's not going to look good. Right, they got to have right. that connection. That's why something like Tom Brady, man, he every every team he plays on, those guys, that's his. Those are his boys, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why he's so successful. He creates that bond. Well, that and he cheats, right, David? Yeah. No, but back no, on, only for Tom. Only yeah. For Tom. Back, <laughs> back on point, you know they. It's going to have a lot to do with it. Play installation. We're we're going to have trifold the amount of plays when it sure. comes down to it you know mm-hmm. and knowing where that ball is going to be you know where where how our receivers like to run their routes are they like you know they not too much detail i don't want to give a lot away but right we're we're, we're well prepared you know sure. we're, we're ready for this it's just a time together to build chemistry you know how they're going to move how they're going to react yeah well all of that timing all of that kind of stuff i timing. i'm mean i'm a yeah. big believer that one of the Worst things, one of the things that has upset uh, Deshaun Watson the most, and he didn't realize it at the time it happened, but after a season of not having Hopkins with him, he's like, man, I really missed that guy because I played for two seasons with like, I know that guy, mm-hmm. and he's one of the best in the business. Right. Um, now I have to learn new guys, and these guys aren't as good. It's not that they're bad, but they're not. You know, it's not D hop. Yeah, that's one of the they're worst, not. That's one of the worst trades in NFL history, right there. <laughs> it for get, sure was you right. Get, like, you get rid of the best receiver in the NFL next to Larry Fitzgerald and and <laughs> give him to Larry but Fitzgerald. Nate, <laughs> but Nate, they got a broken down running yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, they look, thirty four year old running back. <laughs> <laughs> they got something back for him. Um, so you think that's going to be a difference maker? You, or you you think that makes a huge difference? 100%. Yeah. Now, we I'm, talked about last week. Go ahead, Nate. I'm going to be a cocky here. We, we got the best athletes in the league. Okay. Nice. Our, our, like our defense, our offense, core, uh, our core group of guys, man, it goes all the way down the depth chart. We don't have a weak leak on this team. You know, we're we're – we're coming with a with a with a crazy amount of force. We're going to be unstoppable this year. And and I've watched you guys in practice, and I believe that that's true. Um, the one thing we said last week, and I'll reiterate this time around, is that doesn't alleviate any pressure on you guys on the gunslingers. If anything, it kind of ramps the pressure up. Absolutely, we've yeah. been together longer. We've got what we feel like are the better athletes. We feel like we should be the better team on the thirteenth. If things start going the wrong direction, because you've both played the game, you've both been in those games where things just start breaking the wrong direction, and it seems like they pile up on top of each other really quickly. Is there going to be a little bit of tightness that starts to set in of, we can't lose to this team. We're, we're better, and we're more prepared. We can't do this. I think the mentality is not to lose any game. but um, I don't know. Uh, I think that pressure that you're talking about uh as a team i don't think we're gonna have that you're good um, but as a fan probably are they gonna win first game are they gonna lose first game right. how are they gonna come out solid fast whatever 
but uh, I think we're going to be good. Speaking awesome. of sports movies, uh, one that I used to laugh at a lot, and I just mentioned last week, it's one of my favorite, is uh, The Replacements. Oh, There's a moment where Keanu Reeves <laughs> starts talking about quicksand. And the more you fight and the more you try, you know, the tighter things get. And the tighter you get, the more you sink and the faster you sink. You ever been in those situations where you're just in a quicksand kind of game? Yeah, 100%. We, I've went into games where the team has felt like we're going to go out there and be firing on all cylinders. But then uh, either penalties or unfortunate plays happen where it really sets us back. Sure. And you got to fight through that and you gotta, you got to get the momentum in your, in your favor. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I, I know, like, I feel like we, as the podcast, we have advantage over the fans because we've seen the team gel together. We've seen them at their practice. We've actually met them in person. And so I really want the all the fans who are listening to know that we have a solid, solid team here. You know, we have amazing coaches, amazing players. And, you know, I know you may, some people may be not, well, I don't know about going to the first game. Come to the first game. See for yourself. You know, this is going to be an amazing, amazing game. Yeah, it is. Uh, and I fully expect that at the end of the day, the Gunslingers will win um, because we do. We have more time. We have more. We're more prepared. We have an incredible group of athletes. I know nothing about what they have. I can't say we have better athlete because i don't know but i know we have an incredible group of athletes absolutely um and we have some great coaches and so i want to take things there for a second uh now you played for coach tony before this experience before the gunslingers yeah uh, i was with them for four weeks okay uh, two games two games uh and then nate you're brand new to tony uh what do you guys think of of coach tony uh, oh, he's a character. I mean, he's got yeah. a lot of energy. Very <laughs> a lot of energy. <laughs> a lot of energy. You know, Coach Tony's my type of coach, man. That that guy will 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 tell you if you're messing up. He'll tell you if you're balling out. Uh, he'll he'll still tell you there's more to fix because you right. know with, with Tony, he's he lives with that same mentality. He expects his players to live to you know be better and better every day. You are never your greatest version of you until you're in heaven with the Lord. You know right. that's when you finally get to sit down and relax. You mean great. Um, while we're living here on earth, we got to wake up every day with emotion, you know, with the, with the, uh, with the drive to be better, you know, and he, he does not let us slack on that. He really does like to push the buttons. Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, he, he does. Oh yeah. He wants to see you, he wants to see you do something. He In fact, and it's nothing that you're going to upset him. I feel like I know, uh, enough about coach to know he's not going to get mad about anything you say to this question. Are there times that he's really just ticked you off? Like you, you're, you're, you're. Has he upset you yet? Um, if he did, I probably deserved it. <laughs> that's, yeah. What a politic answer. That's, yeah, that's, that's very good. Good answer. Good answer. I think oh, Coach but, Tony would be upset if either one of these guys said the answer was no. Right. That's yeah. true. Yeah, if he yeah, hadn't gotten yeah. it. Coach Tony is one of those guys. And, again, he's not going to be upset at me for saying this. And if he is, um, this is Leo. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Coach Tony strikes me as one of those guys who purposely – like you said, finds buttons, push buttons. He wants to get under your skin a little bit. Oh yeah, he wants to see how you uh, he wants to see how you react to adversity. Yeah, he wants yeah. to know that when I throw you on that field and you're we're down fourteen nothing in the first quarter, are you gonna are you gonna go cry in the corner and quit? Or are you gonna step back and stomp on their throat and go down the field? You right. Know? And from that first um, meeting, yeah, well, from the first um, 
combine that we had. Oh, okay. Where players came in. Well, you were at that one, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. That very Your first hair one. was longer, though. Um, it was a, it was a lot longer. <laughs> it, was. Uh, it was a little bit longer. He wasn't pulling any punches. He wasn't no. t- He wasn't going to be the nice guy. He wasn't going to beg you to be on his team. He wasn't going to do any of that. Like He was going to be him, and if that was a problem... Get it's time to go. Yeah, I watched that YouTube video of some of his speeches. I was like, "Yep, oh, that's my." When, on my way here, you know, I was trying to find out what the gunslingers were about from sure. what I could know. You know, I came here on a leap of faith. You know, I'm I didn't know much of our new team, and I seen that video. I was like, I love this guy. Very that, that's, animated. That's my type of guy. Very right passionate. There. You know, he's a killer. He's a killer, and I like to think I'm a killer when it comes yeah. to playing football. That's what I want to do. You know, I want to go. I want to kill. So <laughs> moving through. The coaching staff, that's Coach Sony. Let's talk a little bit about your offensive coordinator, who we have a relationship with. He's been on the show um, this time around, and he was on the show back in our previous iteration yeah, when true. we did Commanders. Uh, wasn't he on the show, or did we Did we cancel? No, we've Glenn been through this. We oh, yeah. Last right. minute cancel. Well, we did interviews with yeah. him. I know that. But your offensive coordinator, Cheeto Gonzalez. Uh, that's right, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Cheeto. Mm-hmm. Um, Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. Cheeto. Uh, what do you think? Of a defensive guy, of a defensive lineman moving over and coaching and and developing the offense. Uh, I think he's been doing a great job. Uh, he's he's a defensive mind. He's coming to the offensive side of the ball, and um, he's really taken with it. You know, uh, he's always in touch with me, with Nate, about things that, that we might want to add to the playbooks, things yeah. like that. He's keeping us in the loop. So. He's very he's very open to looking at us as professional athletes, you know. He and I'm biased because I was a defensive athlete, so I I like to think being a defensive guy coming to the offensive guy uh, offensive side, we know a lot more than the offensive guys know. You I know, agree. We we picked it up way faster because I know what that D line is going to do, or I know what that linebacker is going to do. Mm-hmm. What's going what kind of blitz he how he's going to I'm going to pick up on his blitz or right. you know here and there, and. Um, he does a really good job at letting us be the be the be the generals. You know, he he gives us he gives us permission to do what we need to do. Yeah, if we mess up, oh yeah, it's our head. But, right. But um, he definitely lets us have the chance to be pro. You know, is he able to being a defensive guy that's now leading the offense and kind of developing the offense for you? Is he able to you know Nate, you've played that side of the ball, David? You've been a quarterback most of your career, all of all, your career, all of my career. Yes. Is he able to? Um, show you some things or, or get you to see things from maybe a different perspective. <clears throat> this is what this D lineman is going to think or see or do and how he's planning on reacting because he's been there. He's been on that side of the ball. Yeah. Coming coming from his arena background, he has so much more knowledge than I do. This is obviously my first time uh, sure. being a part of an arena team and he has those uh, defensive concepts down. So he geared his offense to kind of combat that. What do you think is the biggest change from a traditional 11 man timing to eight timing what speed, do you mean speed of the ball in and out of your hand um decision making yeah it, you, the two biggest things you're not gonna have six have, seven eight seconds no, in the you, pocket you got, that just doesn't a, exist you got, you're not gonna have a clean pocket to throw you got, out. no you got two and a half seconds of clean pocket at most right and that's if our lines performing at their top level which they are right you know we get we get two and a half seconds that ball's got to go or we got to go gotcha um, let's talk about uh, 
that those are your coaches. I mean, I realize there are other coaches on the team, but it would be weird to ask you what you think of the defensive coordinator because you just don't deal with him. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> we love James. James, so this is James we're talking about, but it's James. Hey, I mean, we all. Hey, I, we do got to give a huge shout out to James though because seriously, he he has stepped it up for us. You know, he's taking care of us too. We did that. We got our. You know, we were having some troubles with our with our playbook stuff for a lot of the guys, and he simplified it for us. You know, he helped he helped with uh, he even though he I'm sure he went and studied all our plays. You know, so he could take right. advantage of us at practice. No, I'm just kidding, but um, <laughs> he definitely has helped us a lot. Even being the defensive coordinator, he has a lot of knowledge on the game. You know, he he's been at the the division the division one level as a as a coach. You yep. know, so he knows this stuff, and. Um, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely just recently, you know, he's really been stepping up for us and helping our our offense out a lot actually. So, on the offensive side of the ball with you, what are the uh we'll talk about the line in a second, but tell me about the weapons that you have and the ones you're excited about hooking up with on a game day. Like what have you got? Where can I start? Oh, we got so many. All of our receivers, um Kali Rashad, Isaiah White, Cameron Johnson, mm-hmm. Sean Mueller, we got we got Mike, we got we got so many we got Joey Fisher, mm-hmm. so many so many names, so many touchdowns to. You know I'm biased I'm biased because he's my boy, but Chris man, I'm telling you, oh, I'm telling you that boy Bustamante, yeah, Boost, don't, Boost. don't Boost. Blink. Hey, seriously, Boost. seriously, Boost. he's gonna, he's gonna laugh when he hears me bragging about him, and don't ever don't tell him I did this, but now he's gonna know. <laughs> he might hear it. I don't um, know. But that boy, don't blink, don't blink, he'll, he's gone. You you give him a hole, he'll he'll or he'll make you miss too. That I'm I'm excited to see him play uh, personally. That's that's my guy. I train with him almost every day. We we really get down to it, and he's gonna be a huge asset to this team. I don't even so, think he goes uh, to sleep at his house. I think he sleeps at the field. He really yeah, does. Really, so he's always at the field. For those wow. that don't know, Chris Bustamante, this is a guy we've talked about. Yeah, we've talked. About we've about not him. had on the show, but we've talked about uh, because of how explosive he is. How. Um, Animated he is at practice. Uh, and let's be really honest. He's five how four. small he is. Like, he's, he's a little guy. Diminutive, 145, 150 pounds, something like that. But he doesn't but, play the game, though. Oh, no. no. He'll no. run you over. He will. You don't got a problem doing it. He understands leverage, getting low. We, we saw it in a play in last practice yep. where he trucked oh. somebody, got low, and yep. yeah. And uh, that, that got some oohs and ahs, and it was a great play. Um, yeah, boost, I think, is a, is yeah, a great a special skill name for set. Oh, CB3, man. Watch and, out for him. And there's something to be said for the little guy behind the big guys yep. where the defense is guessing where he's at and which, where he's coming from. The, Beautiful. And by the time he by the time he breaks that edge, if, if they didn't guess right, he's gone. You're not getting your hands on him. The very first time that I watched Chris practice, yeah. uh, he broke a couple of really solid runs. And Cody Brooks, who's a guy that I really respect his athleticism and his ability to do his job as a linebacker, said, that's not fair. I can't even see where he's at. (laughs) 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 I can't even see see where he's coming from. It'd be um, one thing if he was short and slow, but he's short and fast. You yeah. know, you can't you, you you go look this way. He's already across the field. The other know, thing you, that really impressed me that day, it was the same day, is uh, him going out on uh, just a kind of a cut yeah, cut out or um, coming back to the ball a little bit on a hook right by the sideline. Yeah, and he caught the pass. And one of the linebackers, I don't even remember who it was, but it doesn't really matter with our linebacking core, 
was behind him and was able to just lay out and and hit him. Oh yeah. And the dust clears and Chris is still standing up and the linebacker's <laughs> yep. on the ground. You got to wrap that <laughs> he guy up. He didn't even up. see it coming. You yeah. got to wrap that guy up. And Another guy though too, man, Sean Mueller. I mean, I've got to connect with Sean a lot on some touchdowns. Sure. And mm-hmm. the dude's fast. That dude yeah. will take off. You you give him one step on you, it, you're he's gone. Okay. He's he's definitely someone to look out for too, man. I'm for real. He's got oh, jets for sure. Yeah. If the anybody any of our wide receivers get the ball in their hands, you can pretty much guarantee. Yeah, we got, got a lot of fast guys. guys. We got a, a lot, lot of fast guys. So man. one guy I, I'm excited to see uh, that recently came into practice. I know he was dealing with some injuries, and he just recently got healthy. And I don't think I think he was nursing something the last uh, practice, so he was out. But when I did see him, I was like, whoa. I can't wait to see this guy in the pads, but uh, big, fast, and like good hands, Joey Fisher. Fish, Joey, Joey. Oh yes, my sir. God! Yes, I, when I saw when I saw him do what he can do at practice, I was like, Yeah, I can't wait to see this guy yeah, in pads the out truth, there, man. Yeah. He's the truth. Uh, I actually, when I was playing for the San Antonio Warriors, I was with Joey, mm-hmm. and um, I really brought him, and he really is working out for us. You know, we got to keep him away from the injury bug. But as soon as he touches the field, that man's a monster. That and man then, is an absolute monster on the field. As yep. far as your weapons are concerned, what about a guy that started out in a red jersey? Now he's moved over. Uh, what about Armand? Armand? Armand, oof. He's got the strongest hands. Yeah. I will tell you right now, that guy can... that guy will catch something. If there's traffic, he's got, he's okay. he's got more probability to catch the ball with three guys on him than he does wide open. <laughs> okay. okay. The dude, the dude blows my mind. We were at, we were practicing last week on Saturday or, the, or two weeks ago, not this last week and the weekend before, but you know, I threw him, we threw him, I threw him like a clean fade and he, he dropped one. And then the defense, we were, the defense got around him. I watched him do it like four times in a row. We did, ran a dig route or something and he, he got it, had two guys wrapped around him and he was just hanging on to it. Like it was nothing. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, how can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> He'll tell you, man. I was on his head about it. It was it was fun, though. It's crazy to see uh, how much of an athlete he is, you know? So most step. of the time you're looking for the open receiver. When it comes to number oh. one, you're going to be looking for when he's covered. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. For real. That's going to be a spectacular catch. Right. Uh, he, he can make them, too. He really can. That That's the guy that when the pressure's on, you got, like, a big defensive lineman in your face, and you know the route that he's running – and oh, he yeah. was covered, you're just still going to toss it up there because chances are he's going to get that ball. It's oh, yeah, it's not a 50-50 at that point. It's yeah. like a 75-25 for Armand. I, yeah. I remember one time in practice where I think it was it was you, David, that that uh, threw him a beautiful over-the-shoulder pass that he caught. just And he made a great catch, and Coach Tony pulled him aside and yelled at him after he made the catch and said, don't you ever, ever Think that you're a quarterback ever again? <laughs> <laughs> you got you got you got two good hands. He's like your hands are are so pretty. He's like I don't know what you were thinking. He just went off on him for like three or four minutes, just yelling at him on how how dumb he was for everything, and he was a quarterback instead of just being a receiver that the receiver that he is. That was yeah. hilarious. So yeah. coaches are important. <laughs> your weapons are important. The guys that you're going to be getting the ball to, but most your favorite people on the offensive side of the ball are the, are the guys that keep you clean. Uh, the three big boys that are standing in front of you. What, <laughs> how do you feel about your offensive line? And you're getting a defense coming after you. Um, that's not pulling any punches when it comes to practice like there. And we'll talk about the defensive side of the ball in a minute. But tell me about your offensive line a little bit. 
offensively, we got a bunch of dogs up front. Uh, most of the time, I'm back there, and I feel like I'm just relaxing, chilling, so I can throw the ball real easy. There's not a whole lot of pressure. You okay. Know, when we have our three dogs healthy, we're good. Okay. Yeah, 100%. You know, they, they really, they like you said, that defense isn't pulling back on them either. They're, no. they're, they're the one guys I will say are full go, 100%. And I talk to them all the time. I'm like, well, I'm nothing without you, so please be here. You know, I need you. Um, and I think, like David said, we have three healthy guys up there and they remain healthy. We are going to be – we're going to have that six, seven seconds you were talking about. You know? That would be great. I'm, seriously, I, we've, we've done it. We've had it. You know, it's it's showed up. Um, but, yeah, like I like I keep saying, we're nothing without those guys. So those are, those are my boys, you know. And those guys are protecting you, at least in practice, from some guys that are coming after you. So let's swing around to the other side of the ball real quick and tell me about – um, the guys that are coming after you, the guys that are trying to get into the pocket with you, who are you seeing way too much of um, in practice? Who are you guys having nightmares about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonathan likes uh, to swat, to uh -huh. swat high, high balls, so he has really good sight. And he's uh, huge, dang he's it. He's huge. <laughs> Man, we're, we're, we're five eleven, six foot. We don't get that. We don't do that over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and um, along the other side, we got Ben Kane, mm -hmm. high motor. He, that dude's a beast, too. I've uh, never heard him say more than three words at one time. He don't need to. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really appreciate it. I watch him in practice. He does his job. He's incredibly good at what he does. He just doesn't talk. He doesn't say much. Nope. He just goes there, does his business, and gets out. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, you know? Another guy, though, is Brian uh, Carrasco. Yes. Ever since, yes. you know, when I first started here, um, from his game from then to now, I mean, it's only been a month, a month and a half, you know, from his game from then to now is insane. You know, when they blitz four, we're, 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 he's free. You know, mm -hmm. he's got to get through our line. Our line has to pick three. You know, you can't pick four. Three on four isn't fair. Um, but he he he'll end up in your face if you don't make a move. He's gonna get you. He's gotcha. he's got sticky fingers. He'll he'll hang on for dear life. Um, Pierre, man, Pierre's a baller. Cody's a baller, man. Our 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 linebacker crew is really disgusting, dude. Yes, yes like, they are. They, I, I'm scared for some of these quarterbacks. You know, I don't want to go play somewhere else because of that. <laughs> no, seriously, no, I'm I'm dead serious. These guys are big bodied, ill mannered people. They are here to rip your neck off. Right. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they're killers. Fast and hard hitting. Uh, they 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 move well to the ball. They swarm. They talk. Absolutely, yeah. yeah they communicate well. That mm -hmm. defense is going to be. You're right. It's going to be a nightmare for everybody else in that Texas division. Yeah, and in the defensive backfield, um, who is just the bane of your existence? Who who do you throw the ball up and it winds up in their hands way too often? Not because of anything you did wrong. Just they're those guys. <laughs> hey, uh, the guy who I kind of have competition with when we go out on the field and we have practice uh, Darius Banks okay. you know I'm always I'm always Darius. looking at him seeing what he's doing <laughs> trying to keep an extra eye on him you know try to get one over on him yeah okay. and we just got a new corner out there uh, he works with me and Chris all the time but Jaleel man that's someone to watch out for he's originally a receiver he's played receiver from my understanding that's that's his position but uh, coach asked him to make the transition mm -hmm. last week I'm not even I don't know why I'm bragging about this but he came up with two picks on it he got me <laughs> once and he got David once you know I saw that but, I was there yeah we don't I was like, like him who right is now. this guy no. <laughs> no. who is this guy but seriously he's someone to look out for too he's a he's a true baller he he he's he grinds every day. What was yeah. his name again? Julio. Julio. Okay. And we and we got some hard hitters. Uh, mm -hmm. We we got Caleb, who unfortunately yeah. right Caleb. now kind of hurt him hurt his hand, but oh, he's no. all right. Yeah. We got Jovan. We got Jacob. 
back there at safety, mm-hmm. I, we're going to be stout defensively. Yes. So the defense as a whole, that crew as a whole, are, are you glad those guys are wearing blue and red? Oh, and yeah. you don't have to worry about seeing them. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, do the other quarterbacks that are going to play you, the Raiders, the Buccaneers, the Bulls, they're yeah, gonna need the Wild? Do they do they understand what they're coming up against? No. Shoot me a DM if you want to know. I'll send you a picture of Cody Brooks with his big old dreads dread and stuff, <laughs> staring into your soul with his. Gunslinger visor, right <laughs> into your soul. <laughs> no, those are those are big body guys. They got they definitely you know our whole defense. A lot of these guys have a potential to be way past this level. Right, seriously. Yeah. I mean, a lot, and I could speak for everybody on our team with that. We we I, I quote me when I say this at the end of the year. We are gonna be an unstoppable force in this league. You know, we we're gonna get past this league. We're gonna go up in the ranks. You know, mm-hmm. AAL is good stuff, but. We want to be in that sure. uh, AFL, that yeah. NAL. You know, we're we want to go play the guys that are getting NFL guys down to, down to their positions and stuff. Uh, would you rather have? I, I'm going to ask a question that I think anybody knows the answer to. Would you rather have this kind of defense in practice every day, or would you rather have a little bit softer defense that lets you Get away with plan that. a little better, that oh, lets no. you can't, put things can't. together? You can't have that. If you want to get better, you got to go against the best. Right. Yep. That's why Absolutely. you know, coach always talks about us. You know, our offensive coach will get on our on our case because we'll roller coaster. Mm-hmm. He thinks you know, like the defense will whoop on us one day, and then we'll come back and we'll we'll just we'll show them what we got. Right. And personally, to me, that's a championship team. You know, if if our offense one day has a uh, is getting beat, it's not that we had a bad day; it's that we got beat. You know, we got right. a championship defense, and our defense, same thing. You know, it's not that they they sucked. You know, we we earned it. You know, we're the best offense in the league. That's how it's going to be. You know, and best offense, best defense ended up on the same team together. That's that's great. It's God's plan. (laughs) Let's take one more break. When we come back, we will talk a little bit uh, more about gunslingers football. Maybe we'll talk about some other football stuff too. Um, Big news today about JJ. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah. So we can talk some about that and the ongoing Deshaun Watson and now a Russell Wilson. Mm. Issue yep. that we got to talk about. Um, that is that your team? Yeah, Tacoma, of course. Okay, Seattle Hawks, man. Uh, well, we'll talk a little bit about your boy Russell Wilson. Uh, maybe when we come back, Smoking Guns Podcast. We'll be right back. Well, with the season right on top of us, uh, we are excited about everything going on with the Gunslingers, and we want you to be part of our team. There's a way you can do that. You listen, and that's great. You interact with us on Facebook, and that's awesome. We love it. Um, If you're ready to take a one more step toward becoming part of our team, um, reach out to us on Patreon. Go to www.patreon.com/smokingunspod. That's smoking no g, guns with a z, Mm -hmm. pod. If you're able, and help us make the show go. Um, We have levels. We have a five dollar level, a ten dollar level, a twenty dollar level, and it just helps us pay the bills. Keep the lights on, keep everything working like it's supposed to, and bring you all of the coverage. And as our way to say thank you, as news breaks, as things break, um, we will be we will make sure you get the information you first. Hear it first, right. um, that you get it right there in your email box or whatever way you have notifications set up. Patreon is a great app where as soon as those people that I follow on Patreon, that I support on Patreon, put something up, I get an email. And it says, "Hey, this guy. There's, there's a, there's a music artist that I've loved for years and years, and I follow him on. I, I, I 
support him on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Every time he posts something, I get an email in my email box that says, hey, Derek Webb put something out there you may, you may want to check out. Cool. You can get that from the Smoking Guns podcast just as our way to say thank you. And you can support the show. $5, $10, $20 a month, anything helps. Just helps us make the show go. We're not getting rich on this. Um, I'm not driving a brand new Maserati um, yet. <laughs> I'll get there. And you're driving uh, from Lavernia. I am. I'm driving from Lavernia. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anything you can do to help, come be part of our team. Join us at patreon.com. Smoking Guns Podcast, full of big mouth of Leo Yamas, R.C. Woods. We're sitting around the table with the San Antonio Gunslingers quarterback room. We've got Nate Mace and David Oliveira. Oliveira. Man, I'm going to get it. Oliveira. I'm going to have to get it. You'll get it. So we've talked about what... um, We've talked about the team. We've talked about the coaches. We've just gone around, almost around the whole team, um, and talked about almost every position and what that does for you because you practice against them um, on a regular basis. Um, realistically, uh, don't give me the don't give me the answer that the political one. No, well, you may be political, but you oh. don't give me the answer that. Uh, Every player always says, which is like, we're never going to lose a game. Realistically, give me what you would be happy with as a record out of nine games at the end of the season. Rude. Uh, Rude. Rude. (laughs) Give me a realistic idea. We're going to say seven out of nine. Okay. Wins. Okay. Yeah. That's That's fair. That's a minimum. So that's seven and two. Seven and two. Okay. Um, I'm not happy with any loss. I, I really and nobody I, you expects know, you to be, is. but I, I, I but I'm asking never, you to be realistic. I'm happy, you know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quote from Tom Brady. As long as we make playoffs, okay. You know, as long That's as we make, as long sure. as all, all I need is make playoffs, and we're gonna we'll we'll get our ring. Get right. to the dance. Yeah, yeah exactly. you get in the tournament, you know, and then the, you yeah. Regular season is nothing but a a, a pre qualification for the big show. Yeah. You know, that's the way I see it. You know, I mean, but I, I, I will, I will cry myself to sleep when we lose, if we lose, right? Which I'm going to be laughing myself to sleep about how bad we beat people. Well, <laughs> well, you guys know about Jason Torres's sweatshirt, right? That we're talking about. Uh, uh-uh. he's called it at nine and zero. <laughs> yep, he said nine and zero. He's like calling he's saying, it. and he's man, saying nine and zero. I call that too. I, I'm, I'm confident, and I realize that's what everybody wants. I will tell you that I think, um especially in this sport, football specifically, uh, I think I learn more about teams when they, after they lose than I do when they're ripping off a bunch of wins. I could have told you um, when the Pittsburgh Steelers were 11-2 and two, that they weren't going to win a championship. Oh, yeah. Right, right, 100%. Like, it, it was great to go 11-0, and 0, but then they lost one, and then they came out for that over. second loss, and it was ugly. They didn't respond at all, and, and who, that told me everything I needed to know. And who they lost to is like right. Um, See, I think we're gonna go eight and one, just because. Listen to me, listen to me, because we played the Bulls three times, right? Sure. We're gonna whoop their butt two of them. By mm-hmm. the third game, they'll be like, we can't lose all three games. Really, yeah. really so hard I, I to think, beat any team three times in a season. Yeah, it's so, really, really hard so to do. I, right. I feel if we're gonna get one loss, it's gonna be with the Bulls, and it's gonna be the last game because they don't want to end the season. Maybe if we like let our sweep. kicker throw, but you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. Manny's I don't know, Manny. Talk about a kicker you'd be scared. 
up on the field, no, man. Yeah, that's a big a dude. You, you normally want to throw the kicker out there when you're saying, oh, we'll take it easy. But Manny is no, not taking it easy on anybody with anything. Yeah, that's a big dude. And frankly, as you go into a regular season, I'm okay with a loss or two. I don't like them. I never yeah. like loss. But if you're going to take a loss, you gotta learn take it to in take the it. season. Don't right. get tight and take it in the playoffs. And, you know, if you're going to end up with a loss anyway, might as well take one in the season. Yeah. Some of the best runs, not necessarily in this sport, but in college basketball specifically, I think some of the best runs happen when somebody gets knocked out After early in their in yeah. their yep. conference tournament, and then they go into the NCAA tournament, and they're like, we don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> right. We don't want to lose. You it's get like, that taste of something. You get that taste yeah, of Yeah, I don't want to feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, taste. no, that, that yeah, yeah, I don't if want If I that. had to choose, if I had to choose a loss, you know, if I had to lose one game or something, it'd be the first game of the season. We're trying to get paid. We're trying so, to get paid. So, so, right. But <laughs> understand, the only reason I say this is because, you know, when you go, say we're 8-0, that last game is huge. Right. You know, yeah. that's a, we got the target on our back, as we already do, you know. Right. People sure. people know who San Antonio Gunslingers are, and we haven't even touched the field yet. Right. right. And personally, I'm very big on, I've mentioned it a couple times tonight, adversity, you know. How a team is going to bounce back from that, you know? Um, our, I personally believe, like our squad that we have, would, you know, say if we ever, if we ever lost the game, we're coming back that next week and putting up double what we, what that team put up last week. Sure, you know yeah. that that's just the type of guys we have that battle adversity at a at a very high level, like pros, like pros are supposed to do. Right, you know. I understand that completely. I just Jason Jason did put that out there that nine and zero. I challenged him because he's got that custom gunslingers hoodie that he has. I said put that put that right on the back nine and zero nine and zero and wear it every game this season. And he said I love that idea. Um, yeah, to have him not be able to wear that sweatshirt after game. That one that that's probably not a good thing. I, no. I think you need to have that. But, hum- yeah, that totally humbling experience and like. Middle of the season, maybe. If right. you're going to take a loss in the middle of the season, that's better than the start of the season. You know? Right. I wish right. we had that preseason game because we'd take oh, that one that loss nice. then. See, and, and that's yeah. the way I see it. Like, if, like my 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 uh, junior year of high school, we were on a we were on a playoff bound team. My first our first game, we got whooped by a team that was not even close to our level. Right. Mm-hmm. Whole rest of the season, beat every team by 24 plus. Yeah. You know, it was just, it almost like it had like it had to feel a fire into the squad to right. be like okay, right. it had to bring you back. Yeah. So nobody likes to lose. No. But would you rather <laughs> lose go. on a last second <laughs> fluke play or would you rather get blown out? If you had to take a loss. Just the lesser of two evils? Um, yeah. I mean, you have to take a loss. Which one of those losses would you rather the take? The fluke. Think so? Then I have an excuse. You know, I could be like, oh, they earned it. You know, they were in there the whole game. <laughs> sure. they blow us out, I'd be like, well, we deserve that, you know? Okay. <laughs> I got you. Um, same way, David? Yeah, I, I'd go with the fluke. You know, okay. last second play, we probably had it the whole game, and... I mean, stuff do got you, sticky. I don't. Who knows what? Do you what have an, a built-in excuse on a blowout of we were just off tonight? Like we, our whole team was off tonight. Like everything was off. It just wasn't our night. Do you have that excuse? If you get blown out of somewhere, that's a good point. That uh, is a good point, though. Like we were just it. off. We were we 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 just didn't have it. I guess I guess you could say it's an excuse. I, I mean, it's an excuse. Either way, it's an excuse. <laughs> right, and excuses stink. Like let's not. Sucks. 
But I, I always find that as a, an interesting question um, for players. Like, which would you rather have? Because yeah, we hate that question. Yeah. I'm sorry. We, yeah, do. we love you guys, but we hate those questions. I understand yeah. that. Uh, so you are uh, from Tacoma. You're a big Seahawks fan? Yes, I am. All right. And mm. sore subject right now. Yeah, we'll talk about all that in a minute. David, I know the answer to this question, but uh, your your Football team of preference? Uh, the New England Patriots. Still <sighs> with Cam Newton. I, let's let's see what he does next year. I don't, I don't you think they'll still have him next oh, year? Okay. Uh, that's, that's heavily that's debatable. Big that's a big <laughs> if. I don't know that he'll be around next year. I, there, there's lots of quarterback options out there right now, <laughs> and if we know anything about Bilicek, he's going to find a quarterback option that he's excited about, and I don't think he's excited about Cam right now. So you know Mel Kuyper Jr. It's, it's, I mean, hard to be, it's hard to be excited about Cam with the season he had. The last few seasons, like there's a reason that <laughs> yeah, the Carolina Panthers let him go. Yeah. Like it, Mel Kiper, what? Mel Kiper Jr. All this stuff is nonsense. It's just to get up hype and everything, you know, uh, for for, for the sure. draft coming up. But his in his latest mock, he has the Denver Broncos trading their ninth pick to the New England Patriots to move down. I think to their fifteenth spot. Um, so they're trading back because the Patriots are trading up to get one of the uh, big three quarterbacks in the, the first round. He had like, mm. or he had like three or four quarterbacks going in the first ten picks. Yeah, yeah. They say they said this is the first time in years that that's happened. Yeah, like uh, all the quarterbacks are going go- getting they're, gone. They're going to go early. They're going to go fast. But as we've all seen, anybody that watches uh, ESPN coverage of the the quote that i love is the general manager who uh gets thrown you know mel kuyper says you shouldn't have taken that guy i don't remember who it was or any of that stuff yeah. goes, who is mel kuyper <laughs> yeah. the guy writes a book and, yes. and that means he's an expert you know um so yeah who is mel kuyper but maybe i don't know yeah i just i know if there is a way to game the system belichick's gonna find it and i don't think he's Definitely. excited Definitely. right now about cam newton and what that mm-hmm. brings to his team i think I think he saw some possibilities that could come out of that, and it just didn't pan out. And so he's going to – I think he'll move on. He'll probably move on. Uh, Hopefully we get a quarterback. Tom Brady got his props now, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tom Brady got his props now. Yeah, well. We don't don't like him. Yeah. Um, He's – yeah, it's hard uh, to argue against all the goat talk now with with uh, what he's accomplished. I mean, you know what I do if I was him? I'd be like, yeah, I know. It's right. Hard yeah. to talk. <laughs> yeah, hold he, up eight fingers. You know, he does have the rings. Uh, he has three of those rings because of Adam Vinatieri. You'll never convince me of anything. You you don't you don't believe me? He wasn't there. Huh? He wasn't there. He was there, but he sure didn't win those games. They were won on Adam Vinatieri's foot the first three Super Bowls. He's got those rings thanks those to Adam. All, That's it. Hey, it doesn't matter how you get them. <laughs> it does matter how you get them. It doesn't matter how you get them. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether it's low PSI in the ball or. Right. You know? <laughs> so, uh, Spygate, Deflategate, all of those things, I find interesting that the one thing that I never heard the Patriots get in serious trouble over, right about the time Spygate was getting finished, there were several reports that came out that they were practicing players who were on injured reserve which is a big fat no-no oh, I didn't know that. if you're on injured reserve you're on injured reserve you do not practice they were practicing players that they had put on injured reserve early in the season to get them more reps and time and to ease the load on their current players big huge no-no several reports came out that same season never heard anything about it because we were all dealing with spygate at the time 
They just mm. had too much buzz going around for the the, the IR players. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was, we had all, we, we all had Spygate fatigue by that time because near the end of that, that happened early in the season and that's near the end of the season that report came out and they were putting together the perfect season, which should not have been a perfect season. They should have had to forfeit that game against the Jets where they got caught breaking the rules. You get caught breaking the rules. You have to forfeit, right? In the real world. Yeah. I mean, in in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they, there never should have been any talk of perfect season. Um, but it it is what it is. So why, why the Patriots? You grew up here. Tom Brady. Just Brady? Just, just Brady and Belichick, huh? Uh, no, it was Brady. Just Brady. Brady. What's so so great about Tom Brady? Uh, look at his hands, you know? I mean. He's got seven rings on him. I, I get that. I understand that. The way, uh, I've watched many videos about Tom Brady. The way he prepares for the game, the okay. way he interacts with his players, the way he interacts with everybody around him. I mean, he takes the game like it's the utmost importance. Sure. Sometimes it's above um, his family. You know, he kind of sets them aside to really focus on on his his goals, which which is winning Super Bowls. You know, he's able to make the hard decision. Um, he's built relationships with uh, so many players and helped them in so many different situations. Um, he's really, he's an idol of mine. So. He's okay. very, very disciplined. I'll say that. Oh yeah. He, when you, you gotta be disciplined when you're a quarterback. Yeah. So. Yeah. He is a top notch quarterback. No, he is. I mean, we can't, I just don't like him. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care for him. I don't care for, I don't want to like him, but I have no choice. You know, you, <laughs> he's, you the best. he's the best. He's the best. I can remember right after they won that first Super Bowl, 2001, there were a lot of people talking about how, uh, Tom Brady was going to be the next Joe Montana, and I was like, let's pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> he's won one Super Bowl. Let's right. talk when he's won four. Well, um, he's he's blown past that at this point, so uh, he deserves the credit. I just don't, I just don't like him. Uh, <laughs> you don't, don't like him because he's successful. At what he's I don't like him because he cheats is a is a word that I don't want to use. Um, so I'm going to say I don't like anybody who. Uh, finds ways to win ways <laughs> around the rules to win bends the rules there's a reason rules are in place right. um, it is to keep the competition fair and what what's maddening about the patriots and the times that they've gotten caught red-handed doing things that are just around the, not breaking the rules but getting around the rules the thing that bothers me the most about that is they didn't need to that's true. Like they, they had a team and the ability to be successful, whether they did that or not. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they did that, it's like Barry Bonds. I hate the fact that this guy, who was one of the greatest five-tool baseball players ever, took performance-enhancing drugs and started that whole conversation because he'd be in the Hall of Fame. He yeah. is one of the greatest baseball players to ever play the game, and now he's not in the Hall of Fame. He will yeah. be eventually. Um because he he muddied those waters and he didn't need to and that bugs me I'll, I'll say this I'll say this for you David um when you're the best there is at what you do for such a long time people will just find what reasons to hate mm-hmm. yeah not for not sure. not that 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 I'm I'm disagreeing with Philip on any of those anything he's saying or uh discounting what he says but when you dominate for such a long time, you're just the best at what you do for so long. 
you're gonna have you're gonna have, have haters. Lots of haters. Um, I mean, it happened with the Spurs when they were so good for so long. People just found reasons to oh, yeah. hate Bor- on the Spurs. Boring basketball. Yeah, they're, just, and, they're boring. You know, yeah, who cares so. if it's boring if they're winning championships <laughs> and playing? So tell me how many haters you have, and then you you could probably uh, congruently mm-hmm. measure the amount of success you're having. That's true. That's true. It's I mean, be one of the, to the amount of hate that you're one getting. of the most so hated franchises in the this. NFL. Yeah. yeah. One of the most hated franchises in the NFL is the Dallas Cowboys. And a lot of that is because of the early success they had in the Super Bowl era. I was like, not by the recent Not, not recently, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> no. But being America's team, having those iconic players, being a team that was always up near the top for years and years and years, there, there's a reason people – well, there are two reasons. There's that reason – which is standard, and Cowboys fans are, are crazy. nightmares. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and whole family's full of Cowboys fans, and, and, and you're not going to get any argument from me. Like the two fan bases that drive me nuts, Dallas Cowboys fans, um, Raiders now, uh, and uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, but Dallas Cowboys fans drive me nuts, and then Spurs fans, but so, I'm not a Spurs fan. He's a Mavericks. I'm a Mavericks fan, fan. <laughs> but Spurs fans drive me crazy. I like the Spurs. I love the organization. I love Coach Pop. I love everything that the Spurs stand for. Spurs fans drive me insane. Um, but that's another topic for another time and another show. You're How's just a hater. Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> just a hater. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about some of these NFL stories that have popped out uh, just recently. Today, the big news, today being Monday, this is going out on Wednesday, J.J. Watt. Going to Arizona, Leo. Shocker. What is going on here? You got me. I mean, I would never have guessed the Arizona Cardinals was going to be where he would where he would end up. Mm-mm. If you told me that he signed in Vegas, or you told me he signed in L.A. with the Rams, or Green Bay, or Tampa, I would go, okay, he wants a ring. Those are teams that are on the edge, and he might be the thing that can push them a little further. Hold on, you said Vegas. Yeah, you included Vegas. Yeah, in I that think group Vegas, I think Vegas is to get actually, a ring. Mm-hmm, I think Raiders? Vegas is 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 close. I think Vegas is very close. Oh we're my. we're packing up. We're, we're packing up the equipment. The show is over, people. There's no reason to talk to to anybody on this show about sports anymore. I certainly think that that you Vegas. could make the case. J- J- JJ is the key to Vegas. That's a JJ. Big job. It is no, um, but Arizona is not in that position. No, no. I mean Arizona is not. We can argue about whether Vegas is or not, but we we're not going to argue about whether Arizona is in that position. Right. Yeah. Now, if he's not going for hardware, which uh-huh. is kind of what I expected, I expected there to be a family connection. He's got two brothers that play in Pittsburgh. Right. He's got a wife that plays uh, soccer, and she plays in Chicago. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where I thought he was So I thought maybe the Bears. I thought the Bears. Hoping for the Bears. I thought maybe the Steelers. In fact, I, I'm on record as saying I thought he would end up in Pittsburgh with his two brothers. That right. just made too much sense. Yeah, I thought it'd be the Steelers, too. So today, when I see him in his Arizona Cardinals t-shirt lifting weights, and he says, source me, which, yes. I, which by the way, is I an incredibly that. awesome way <laughs> I love that. to announce where you're going, um, is to source it yourself. I don't understand it. I just don't understand the move. I get that there's money involved, um, and maybe they were offering him the most money, but J.J. Watt doesn't have to make a decision based on money, does no. he? No. I don't, I don't understand. Do you understand where, where this is coming from? 
I can't think of any good reason other than we kind of joked about on our on our uh, Facebook messaging where they said, why not Green Bay or Chicago? And I'm freaking cold over there. And yeah, Jonathan Young outside. is like, oh, you should have gone to Green Bay. And I'm like, look, if it's Green Bay or Arizona <laughs> in the fall and the winter, I'm going to play in Arizona. He was here. In, he was in Houston during that, that winter storm you yeah. know, that they, we had and here in Texas. It. He probably said, nope, okay, north is out. So what about you guys? What do you think? Does this make any sense to you? No. I think in, in four years, maybe it might have made sense to go to Arizona. I, that quarterback they got is, he's going to be great. But I, I would, I, I, my money was on Pittsburgh. You know, I mean, yeah, but I watched an interview, I watched an interview of his and he was talking about, he's like, I want to go to a team that wants to win a ring. You know, I want to go to a team that wants to get the trophy. I just don't see Arizona being I don't there. So, so they must have a really good salesperson in Arizona that sold him on uh, er, that they're on the cactus. they're contending this year. Right. You know, I mean, but in reality, I mean, they do have two of the best receivers to do it. You know, and and a quarterback who is coming up. But I don't think I think you need more than that. I guess I didn't think about the DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins yeah. connection. Um, oh, I yeah, wonder I, if yeah. there's a connection there where that was part of what brought him that direction as he enjoyed thing. playing with Hopkins and, and thinks that that guy is special, but still Arizona. Man. It's either that or he's running for a defensive MVP. You know, he needs that. He wants that defensive player of the year and he knows that he's going to get that spot there and he'll do it. Uh, it's scary for him because I think of Arizona as the place where careers, where, where guys retire. It's where Emmett Smith went. It's where Kurt mm, Warner, Kurt Warner went. It's yeah. where, you know, yeah. there's a lot of guys that wound up there for a couple of seasons right at the end of their careers. It's just yeah. another Let, one of those. Let's be fair, though. Arizona right now is on an upward trend. They're Absolutely. getting better. Sure. And, and I, I, I said contender earlier. That probably wasn't fair of me to say, as in, you know, in, in, um, implying that Arizona is not a contender because they are. Right. But they're just not in that upper echelon. And I don't well, see them being there quite yet, even with J.J. Watt. Whether you I, think, I don't think JJ is going to be that 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 key is going to take him up a level. What right. you, yeah, what you think about the Cardinals' chances is going to rely heavily on what you think of Kyler Murray. I am out sure. on Kyler Murray. I always have been. I'm not a fan. Um, I'm I not. Am. I am. I'm sure. Yeah, I got to uh, be. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that. I get that. Uh, he's I totally understand though. that. He's electrifying with whatever he does. Uh, you know. He is. He's got speed you can't train. Uh, <laughs> but the thing about that is that is one of the first things that goes. Yeah. Um, that's one of the first things that begins to degrade. I don't want to say goes. It's not yeah, like he's going to wake up one day Vick's and it's going to be gone. Listen to this and be really upset because that dude still probably runs a four three. Okay, well, hey, if Michael Vick is listening to this, I want him to call yeah. and we really want to have him on the show. Uh, the other thing is, uh, yeah, Michael Vick is the one guy you can point to that that worked out for for a full career. Yeah, but you oh, can't find was, you can't find well, four other, more. He was what riddled other, with what injuries. other fast quarterbacks do we got though? There's none. I mean, there have been those guys. You can certainly point to guys like uh, RG three. Yeah, riddled with injuries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but so, but you're gonna find that those guys break down. You yeah. got these pretty guys. Fast. I like to call them playmakers. You know, they're, they're, they happen to be quarterback. They play the quarterback position, but they're playmakers is right. what they are. Right. They're football players that make plays. They're athletes. The, the thing is keeping them healthy, to, and, and, and quarterbacks take a lot of hits. So, yeah, yeah you, you, you got to put that together with a really solid offensive line. Yeah. There's um, there's a great a designation game plan. and a good game. Good game, game plan, uh, yeah. RG, RG3, he's, in, uh, he's in the Saint, on the Saints now, right? 
No, is he, he still, is in the Ravens organization, he's the Ravens, isn't he? He's with the Ravens, he's he? with the Ravens last yeah. year. That's what it was, yeah. He, and then when Lamar came out for a little bit, RG3 was putting in some work. I, I watched him a little yeah. bit. He ran the ball, too. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was, uh, with, I mean, with Lamar and, and, uh, but, and RG. Yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson, he's, he, oh, yeah, he's the Jackson. one. He's doing it. Sure. I think, he's the the ex- I think he's the exception when it comes to, like, um, more leaning of a running quarterback, like a dual threat type deal. Right. I think he's the exception because uh, he kind of protects himself a little bit better. He runs out of bounds. And- so let me ask you, Nate, because you were the Seahawks fan at the table. Uh, when the season starts, Russell Wilson will be in what jersey? Mm, good question. Oh, that's uh, a tough question. Why do you put him on the spot like that? I know. How much? Everybody's got to have opinions. <laughs> yeah, how much Everybody needs got? opinions. He's got an opinion, I'm sure. You know, if when Russell Wilson first became a Seahawk, if it was then, I'd say he'd be a Seahawk right now. Sure. But now he's earned that position as being one of the best quarterbacks to do it. You know, he's right? going to give him, give him five more years. That guy's going to be talked about forever. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. he, he's, he's doing it. But – you know, the coaching staff doesn't – when you got a guy like that, you have to let him have some say. That's like a – I'm not going to compare him to Tom Brady yet because he hasn't earned it, but right. the guy the guy has the knowledge to do it. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. he has the knowledge to do it, and Tom, if, no coach is going to question Tom Brady. They're not going to be like, no, that play is not going to work, Tom. Run right. this. They're going to be like, yes, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tom. And, you know, I think Russell Wilson has that factor in him. You know, he's, he's too smart. He knows what to do, and – my Seahawks offense is just, you know, they're they're all over the board when it comes to their stats. You know, one day we'll run the ball for 200 yards. One day we'll throw the ball for 500. <laughs> you right. know, like it, it's there's not a good solid mix. They, they, they're they either trying to run the ball all day or they're trying to throw the ball to DK all day, and it's just not working. Not and Russell, Yeah, and Russell Wilson sees that, and he sees we have – I'm biased because I'm a Hawks fan, but we have some amazing receivers on that sure. on that mm-hmm. on that oh, team. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know a man in the world who would want to go up against DK Metcalf right now. Right, the guy in it's going to be in his third year, right? Yeah, dude's going to be on the next Megatron, but better. Right. <laughs> so, do you think they trade I think, him? I think you think he, you think he winds up forcing a trade out of there? I think if if we get the right. Stuff you know, like I was mentioning earlier before the show, that like if we got Deion or if we got a uh, Deshaun Watson and a couple draft picks from Houston for him, I would take that deal as a businessman. I would take that deal. Well, but you're you're not gonna get Deshaun and draft picks. You're gonna have to give up Russell and draft picks to get Deshaun. I disagree. Oh, oh no, no, yeah, for sure. No, I think personally, sure. I think ceiling's team, higher on Deshaun. I. I you, by what three years? It's just higher. The ceiling <laughs> is higher on Deshaun. He's younger, yeah, yeah, he's maybe. younger. Um, he's he's yeah, ceiling's higher on Deshaun. But I, market I, value right now, you'd have to give up not only Russell but a couple of picks. Oh, to I don't pull know. Deshaun. I think everybody would want. I mean, I mean, again, maybe I'm biased, but I think everyone would want Russell. There's, I think people would be begging at at the door for Russell. There's nope. been rumors about him in Denver. I I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I'm sure. You'd be happy well, with him in happy. Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you didn't have I, you to know, depend on Drew Locke, I think you'd be happy with a lot of different quarterback I, options right now. Hey, man, Drew just needs some time. He's, <laughs> he's getting a bad rap, man. But you know, there's I'm some pro- guys out there that you know. 
I'm praying he stays. If he's the Russell Wilson, I know. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if, he's the, if he's the Russell Wilson that I idolized, uh, you know, a few years ago, uh, he he's going to be here just based on how well we've treated him right. when it comes down to it. Do I think it's bogus that he's not getting more of a say on the offense and who we bring in? Yeah. He's sick of getting sacked. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. And there's there's certainly amount uh, an amount of that um, where – and you guys know, you play the position. When you can't set your feet and do your job, yep. that's incredibly frustrating. Um, and that's kind of where he's at right now. Like he can't he can't seem to do that on a regular basis. Yeah, it's either so that gets frustrating. It's either three step, let it go, or he has to right. do his Russell spin and right. do his thing all day. And that's how you get sacked a lot. Uh, that's kind of like how the Super Bowl was with Patrick. Right, he was like running around because like. <clears throat> so it's I guess it's becoming a weekly bit for us. Where are we at on Deshaun this week? Mm. Um, Denver is still. Uh, the most likeliest landing spot according to Vegas, but oh, I heard a rumor that like the Jets were were a spot that he is really desiring, and I cannot wrap my mind around anybody wanting to go to the Jets. I don't understand that at all. I mean, yeah, no, <laughs> I'll go to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go. You know, <laughs> don't what? joke. Like, they may take you right <laughs> now. Like they may put you up there. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I couple of days after we talked about Denver being the clubhouse leader right now, as far as Vegas is concerned, yeah. um, but Houston has dug their their heels in. They're, I mean, they're they are saying, not even taking not phone calls. Him. We're not trading them. They keep saying, mm-hmm. yeah. I read an article that his camp is very upset because they won't even talk to other teams. Um, they seem like they're dug in, and they're like, "You're going to play here, or you're not going to play in one of your uh, more important years of your career. You're gonna you're gonna drop a whole year." If you don't come play for us, wow! Some at some point something's got to give. I would think so, and I'm on record saying I think Deshaun Watson plays for the Houston Texans. I still year. agree with you. I still agree. Um, I could be wrong. I've been wrong once or twice before. You guys, as quarterbacks, are you happy sitting out a season because of uh, a disagreement, whether yeah. it's philosophy or you know situation with the team? No, uh, if, if the if the team digs in, are you are you guys happy sitting back and watching them play games without you? Uh, no, not. No, not in the least bit. If I'm able to play, I'm able to play. So right. I wouldn't want to sit out if it was like a money issue or whatever. But and this is that's, that's what so kills me. Money. This is See, not a hard. money yeah. issue. It's not about money. This is you didn't consult me about hiring my boss's boss's boss. Well, I don't have to. You know, it's like <laughs> I don't have to do that. And he's upset about that. I think in the end, if it really comes down to you'll play in Houston or you won't play anywhere. I think he'll play in East. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he wants the ball. Right. He wants to play. He he doesn't have time to sit out. He's only getting older. Right. Exactly. Um. So let me ask you one more question, and then we're, we've got a we've got a competition. We were on we our do. Own with you. We you do. guys are oh, seem no. like you're always in competition with each other. We're just gonna <laughs> yeah. keep we're that going. Add to it. Keep right. that. Speaking of which, let's let me let me backtrack. There is okay. something I wanted to ask you guys. Um. Obviously, you think that you should be the starter. Like, every if you didn't, I, I wouldn't want you in the room at that point. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. if you thought no, uh, you know, if Nate, if you thought no, David's actually better and he should start, I wouldn't want you in the quarterback room anymore. Right. Uh, so you guys think that, you, but tell me something. Let's start with you, David. Tell me something that you appreciate uh, when you watch Nate's game. Fire, fire. Oh, it's it's his fire. Okay. Yeah. It's that uh, the energy he brings. Okay. You know? Excellent. 
Nate, same question. When you um, see, not when you see Nate. Like, don't tell me something about Nate. <laughs> oh, no, tell me no, something about Nate. I'm like, God, you're you're getting flat, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, David's been playing this position long, long, way, way longer than I have. So he has so much knowledge on the position, and just watching, you know, like finally switching into this quarterback mentality, watching him go through it, his progressions has helped me a lot. So like, his knowledge on it, you know, that's really the biggest thing I see, and. Um, yeah, his knowledge. Okay. Yeah, he's smart with it. So uh, along those lines, something I wanted to ask you guys, because we kind of had had a little bit, we, we talked a, a while back um, about you guys a little bit. We didn't know a whole lot about you at the time, Nate, so we didn't really have too much of an opinion, but we had seen David and his progression from the beginning of, uh, you know, when the very first tryouts and mm-hmm. uh, up until training camp, and we kind of made some comparisons and i think uh you you likened uh, david's game and he's he's looking at you right I, now i agree david's looking at you right <laughs> now with that look. dude has a super bowl ring <laughs> you did me dirty philip <laughs> okay Johnson. if you're not sure what i'm talking what we're talking about right now i mentioned when when jason and jonathan were in we were talking yep. quarterbacks and i uh compared our two quarterback options to the difference between uh, Brett Favre yeah. or having Brad Johnson. Yeah. Which I thought was an apt comparison because so, both carry one Super Bowl Nobody race. knows so, who Brad Johnson Brad is. Johnson. <laughs> I was like, are you serious, Brad Johnson? So he no, has a Super Bowl ring. Made, he has made, as many Super you, Bowl rings as Brett Favre does. You made me feel bad coming up to my boy. And be like, Did you hear, his ta- hear him talking about us? I'm like, did yeah, you want me to go was, with Trent Dilfer? Like, I, I didn't want to do Trent Dilfer to you. Do not Dilfer me either. And then, <laughs> there's, and then, there's better quarterbacks without a ring. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a fact. Right and, then, and then Philip doesn't go to practice that week, so no. I'm there, of course. <laughs> and David comes over after some reps. Like they have a break, a water break. David comes over to the sideline. I'm sitting there, and he looks at me. He's like, are you serious, dude? <laughs> I'm sorry if I offended you by comparing like, hey, you to a Super Bowl me. winning quarterback. I apologize. If that like, was, you got to do better. If that than was that. upsetting like, for I you. Like, Brad, I was like, Brad, come on, Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. He's like, come on, do better, man. Uh, Bra- so he, I want to know. He is the most think. vanilla, like yeah. consistent quarterback I could think of in a moment's notice. Oh and, my god, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> it, it was the consistency versus the playmaking, but right. not consistent. Not and and that's that. that's where we were going with that. Right. So compare your game. If you could pick somebody that you model your game after. Oh, he's going to say Tom Brady. Well, yeah. you know that. Well, he's going to say Tom Brady. Let's give him the way the I used and to someone's going to say Russell, so hello. Well, I my playing style doesn't really, like, like go with Brady, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I would say I ha- I'm a little, little bit more athletic when moving than Brady. Okay. I mean, not by much, but um, – you can break in yourself. Hey, Look, you're, you're no, Tom no, Brady does to, not move. Okay, he don't, he don't, he don't move a leg. He does you know, not move. He ran that forty in tennis shoes. Okay, you're better than that. <laughs> uh, how, shoot. How uh, about this? Let me let me throw a suggestion out there. Um, and, but, but the Brad name, Johnson. No, no. Oh. <laughs> no, the name just escaped me right now. Though I've I got that little mental block. But the guy in in a uh, uh, in uh, Minnesota, uh, Cousins. Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Kirk, I like Kirk. Kirk Cousins. Kirk. Yeah, I've actually. I, did see I that. think that. What do you think? I think that a lot. I think that, that that's. Lot. I was thinking about it, and that's the guy that came to my mind. Okay, like Cousins. That's okay, good. So I, let's yeah. let's just right. be clear here. Kirk, Kirk Cousins <laughs> is a better comparison in your mind. You like that better than a Super Bowl winning Brad Johnson. 
that because I can't even tell you what Brad Johnson's face looks like. <laughs> Nobody can. That's not the point. That's not the point at all. You um, gotta forget we're young, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh. he, he won a oh. Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Gosh. Okay. Uh, Nate, same question. Um, who would you compare your game? Who do you model your you know, game You know, you made my day when you told me I was like Brett Favre because – as a kid, when I so when I was a kid, I didn't. That's not me. always a good thing, Nate. You know I, I that, know. right? I know. But nobody, <laughs> like I've seen, hey, that's a I've Hall never of seen quarterback, so it's always a good thing. I have never <laughs> seen a man make more questionable decisions on a football field than Brett Favre in my life. Oh yeah, and but some of those know, worked lot, out. Yeah, but though. a lot of they them, did. Lot, some of them a worked lot out. Of them worked out. But I've also seen five interception games. Like the yeah. the next guy in line is like Tony Romo would do some of that kind of stuff too. <laughs> man, and I love Tony. Don't they both have Super Bowls? Yeah, Tony, Tony does gunsling. not. Oh yeah, a gunslinger. That's yeah. right. Brett Favre yeah, is that, a gunslinger. The right? definition of a gunslinger. When yeah, I heard Favre. when I heard Brett Favre broke a dude's fingers throwing him the ball, or it was his mm-hmm. rib cage. It was his rib cage he broke. Mm-hmm. I ever since then I was like, because my dad always told me, he said, "Son, you got an arm. You know, you could do it if you wanted to." I'm, I was a chunky kid. I played right. line. I played line and defense, and I was okay with that um, until college. <laughs> but <laughs> but once I ever since I heard that, and my dad was my dad had a a, a Brett Favre Falcons jersey. Okay. okay, you know, so we, yeah, you know, he's always loved Brett Favre, so Drafted I kind of take after. Yeah, I always kind of took after that. Um, and my dad always told me I had a cannon because I played baseball and stuff, and I I was twelve years old throwing like seventy nine miles an hour, which is pretty good for twelve U mm-hmm. in Washington. Maybe not Texas. Everything's bigger <laughs> and faster here. But um, ever since I heard that story about him breaking someone's ribcage, I was like, that dude's a baller. Yeah. He's that good. He he hit someone right where it needed to be so hard that they couldn't catch it with their hands. They had to break their rib cage and for them to consume the ball. <laughs> you want to you want to hear the craziest thing? Uh, I've read a book by Jeff Perlman, who's one of my favorite authors, about Brett Favre. One of the craziest things about Brett Favre is in high school, uh, he played on a team that ran a slot T kind of offense, like a wing which is all wing T running. Yeah. You did too. Yeah. Um, you don't throw the ball in that. Like you get single, no. single options. digit yeah. uh, pass attempts in that. Yeah. His coach would not let him throw the ball. Mm. It's Brett Favre. Safe, safe we all know Brett Favre's arm. Mm-hmm. Would not let him throw the ball. The coach's name, Irv Favre, yeah. Yeah. was his dad. <laughs> the reason that Brett Favre wound up at Southern Miss University is because no other. Division one team would take a chance on him. He had the skills, but they had no film on him mm. of him throwing the ball. So he wound up at Southern Miss. Now he's a Hall of Famer. But not always a good thing to be compared to Brett Favre because he takes some no, ridiculous. Yeah. And personally, I don't think I'm necessarily like Brett Favre. If you chances. had to ask, like RC said, I'm biased. I'm I'm definitely going to tell you I I have to resi- like I've looked up to Russell Wilson since he started. Sure. And being a shorter quarterback and also being a Seahawk fan, I had to uh, be happy with something like that. I can't go like Tom Brady or sure. you know some of these six foot plus quarterbacks because I can't mirror that game. I'll tell you, as as shorter guys, I think both of you uh, should take a, a good hard look at who do I want to model my game after. Who would I like to be like? Drew Brees. Yeah, he's yeah. a five eleven guy that if you could have yeah. that kind of career, Can't that's the guy the to be, man. Yeah, absolutely, and that's, that's something the guy that, to that's be. Him um, recently, I mean, I don't watch. You know, Kyler Murray's so fast, I don't watch him. Right, he's. I'm. I'm. I won't ever be that fast. Yeah. I, I won't lie to you. He's um, a different level talent. Yeah, and he's no. scary fast. He he's got ridiculous speed, and I think his ball's off a little bit. I th- I think his ball's off. He he doesn't yeah. really yeah, for sure. He he's he's more of a. a 
He relies on yeah. his athleticism. He's a quarterback that can run, not a quarterback me. that can throw. Yeah. You know, and I, I think a quarterback you have to be able to throw. So you're a big Seahawks fan. Who would you say your biggest rival, the Seahawks' biggest rival is? Who's the team the you absolutely hate? L.A. Rams. Okay. Um, they disgust me. This is one of my favorite <laughs> questions. That they disgust you. Yeah, you I hate absolutely them. hate them. Yeah, because they suck and they beat us at least, <laughs> at least once a year. I love asking this question when someone's that passionate about the team they hate. If oh, the, yeah, I'd go if the Rams called you oh, tomorrow, yeah. you'd sign a contract. Yeah, I'd call Hector tomorrow. And be like, hey, I love you, but I got to go. Um, and as I, a I, as a Patriots fan, what would it be? Dolphins, Jets. I, I love playing the Dolphins, except when they do some Miami Miracle. Yes, <laughs> we right. all remember that. Yeah, um, that was bad. I was driving almost wrecked because I was watching it live. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You were watching a game while you were driving. You didn't just say that on the air. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I have a question. Would there be a team oh. that that you wouldn't play for? I'll play for the. San Diego, San, San Diego Chocolates. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> right. If they're a professional team. NFL team, yeah, right. yeah. Sure. sure. So my question was, um, where do you see yourself in two years? Uh, where do I see myself in two years? Yeah. yeah. Um, playing football, guaranteed. Okay, where? where, like if, but where any, yeah. yeah. You don't get off that easy. Yeah, not that easy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if it could be up to you, like your dream team, where would you be? Let's keep developing the Gunslingers. I'm right here. Okay. Okay. Let's I love keep it. developing. Um, Nate, where are you going to be in two years? In two years, I mean, if I had it my way, I'd be on a. I my, I want to be on a practice squad by two years from now um, in the NFL. Um, next year, my goal is I I want to be in that CFL level. Um, okay. I want to get up there, you know. And of course, it all depends on what my film looks like. Right. Um, if not, I'm going to stay here and we're going to have fun, you know, depending on how everything goes. Um, but in two years, if I had the, had it my way, I'd be on the practice squad for the Seattle Seahawks learning from under, under Russell Wilson, you know, <laughs> but that, that's my goal. Two years from now, that's where I said, like by 24, if I'm not on a practice squad, it's time to settle down and save my body a little bit. You gotcha. know, it's mid eight, middle age for the NFL. <laughs> well, like we say, you guys are in competition with one another all the time, and we don't want that to be any different on the Smoky Guns that's podcast. Right. So. RC has put together a little trivia yes. competition so for how, you. How are you going to figure out who like gets to go for the thing? That's you. First? This oh, is no, all you. You guys watch this. This okay. is your thing. All right. Okay. Do good so this there's, there's like 10 questions. And if there's you, a tie. You can do this. You, yeah. Someone yeah. keep yeah. score, though, because I'm not going to be able to yes, do that. Do we're football players. We don't know what we're talking about. Sure you do. <laughs> You'll know these. You'll know these. I, okay. I've read the questions. I, I've screened them. You'll know. If I know them, you'll know. Okay. Number one. Name one team that Joe Namath was quarterback for. The uh, Jets. Okay. Okay, you got one. Can point. y'all name the other one? Did he play for? Was the very end of his career. One, Nobody only remembers one year, this. Only one year he played. Did he play for the Falcons? No. 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 Begins with an R. The Ravens. Rams. 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 Played for the Rams I one year. I can't right can't at the end of his career. There were no Ravens back then. Yeah. 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 So you got, you got one ago. point, David. Okay. Okay. So David's David's leading. David's leading. Okay. Number two. Dan Marino played for what team? Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, he's a little quicker. Yeah. He's a little quicker. Okay, number three. Warren Moon played for what Texas team? The Oilers. Ooh. Oh. Okay, Ooh. what's the score? <laughs> three. 3-0. 3-0. Okay, so now we're... Nate knows. He's like, it's oh, yeah. 3-0. Yeah. I know him. Okay, we're on four, okay? Drew Brees was drafted to what team? The San Diego uh, Chargers. Very good. Yeah. That's right. Okay, yeah. now, Nate, you might know this one, okay? Uh. At what degree <laughs> does water freeze? 
Oh my gosh! Oh, wow! Uh-oh. I thought you being in the colder weather. Hey, you would no, know. It, our no. pipes don't bust like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're good. We get we get ten degrees, and I still got hot water. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, you had not here. Bust on you, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was not fun. Okay, Both so, of us did. Yeah, that's sad. Um, so this is a multiple choice question. So I'm gonna name three choices, and then you have to pick. Okay. Um, who has the most accumulated passing yards? Marino, Elway, or Manning? Elway. No, Manning. 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 Okay, who said it first? Because the answer is Manning. I, I think, think Nate got I that one. Nate okay, Nate. said it first. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is it? 4 1, Nate? Or yeah. 4-1, You're coming back. Don't call yeah. it come back. Don't call it come back. Yeah, come back, kid. Strikes again. <laughs> All right, number seven. This is tricky. In what month do we celebrate St. Patrick's Day? March. February. Boom. Boom. It was March. My little brother's birthday, so. <laughs> okay, so now these are kind of like Four, um, the number, the eight, nine, ten, the last three are going to be um, sort of like what's the nickname? Okay, oh, you'll, you'll figure it out. What player has the nickname Johnny Football? Johnny, Johnny Manziel. Yeah. I okay, should. who's yeah, it? David got that one. But okay. he, who, who talks about Johnny Manziel now? Everybody. <laughs> nobody. Hey, nobody. The fan control football league. Johnny I've watched Manziel. a little yeah. of yeah. it. Yeah, whether we win or lose, we booze. Come on now. You're okay. not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> After losing a game yeah, that was, that was in the FCF. Come on, Johnny. All right, two more, two more. Number nine. What player has the nickname Big Ben? Ben, ben Roethlisberger. Oh, that was a tie. That was a tie. That, that was, was a tie. Yeah. Like a straight-up tie. We'll have to give a half point. Okay, number 10, last one. What player has the nickname The Gunslinger? The Brett Favre? The, the Gunslinger? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Favre? Brett Favre. Okay. Well, good. So what's the score right now? I lost. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> it's, it's like four and a half to three and a half. Okay. Like, it's close. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a bonus. I have two bonus uh, questions, okay? So the bonus question is, what color... Our coach Tony's eyes. Blue. Very Boom. Cool. Boom. I try not I try not to look straight into it. <laughs> yeah. hey, I don't blame you, David. <laughs> so never look him in the eye. So if we were still we're still keeping score, that means that oh, this, final, tied up. Tied up. Oh, this final okay, question so this is for it. Come back. Okay, here we go. Anybody else sweating? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm scared for y'all. Okay, I didn't really think we were going to get to the bonus questions. And they're going to make me co- tell you what my coach's eyes look like on live. <laughs> <laughs> and quickly. Not, and, oh, and, and, and confidently. I was you too knew. Fast. Light, not, light Tony's going to walk up to me like, don't do that again, dude. <laughs> You're going to get some slack for that. Oh, yeah. Okay, or I might go. not have to run. You never know. We'll see how Tony's <laughs> okay, last question. Bonus. How do you spell. Championship. C H A M P I S S H I P. Who spelled it right? I think it was Nate. Yeah, I have to I go back to the tape, but third I think Nate spell, got it. Third grade spelling B champion. I can't spell word to lick. So. I can't either. My daughters in school will say, like, they'll be working on something on the computer and they're like, how do I spell? Just use that. I know how to yeah. spell that. Man, how do guys... I spell championship? And I'm like, you get close. And you right-click on the little red line under yeah. it. That's how you spell it. <laughs> you know, with her generation, that's probably how it is. I have 100%. been known to change whole sentences when I couldn't get close enough on a word <laughs> oh to get God, spell yeah, checks to pick it up. I've changed the whole sentence, both. man. I, I was hoping that one of y'all were going to start spelling gunslingers. I was going to say, <laughs> instant winner. Uh, yeah. Instant winner doesn't matter what the score instant was winner. if you spelled gunslingers. Uh, right? Yeah. Uh. 
Guys, it's been a great time. Yeah, this yeah. was fun. This was fun. This has been solid. I wish we had another two-hour show, but uh, we're running right up against that kind of time right now, it and it has like flown. It. Yeah. Um, so we know, or or we heard that uh, announcements were going to be made soon. Do you guys know anything that the fans would want to know as far as roster um, in the quarterback room? Have y'all been made? Uh, yeah. to anything? Yeah. Last night, uh, David Olvera, my my uh, my boy, was made the starter for this week one game. So, so congrats yeah. to my boy. Oh, that's yeah. awesome, David. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, David's going to start. And you know, yeah. whatever decision these coaches make, man, either way, we got two killers in this locker room. Right. You know? For sure. No Absolutely. matter what, you know, um, and we're going to keep bringing that out of each other. We're going to keep working. And, you know, whether, you know, he plays half, I play half, we're, we're going to win a championship this year. That's all that matters. It's not going to be any easier, no matter what number is behind QB in your name because QB1, it's all on you. Right, right. Right, David? Uh-huh. Um, but then at QB2, you have to find a way to keep that motivation to be ready to step in on a moment's notice with oh, yeah. possibly oh. less reps, with, you know, all of that kind of stuff. You still have to be in that headspace where I'm ready. Yeah, if not, as soon as it comes. You know, you He's motivated. Even, yeah, He's you motivated. Gotta, you got to drive even harder now, you know. It's definitely... No, no, no professional athlete, no athlete period wants to hear, Hey, you're not starting this week. Sure. You know, absolutely. Right? Of course. Um, but that's the, I mean, that's the reason we got bonds, you know, right. you know, that's the reason we bond. I, I, if I didn't trust David to go in, I'd be freaking out right now. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but I know like watching him play, watching how we do this, you know, no matter what, we're going to win that game. Right. You yeah. know, I, 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 got, I got trust in the coach's decision. I think they made the right decision for themselves. You know, if that's how they feel, that's the that's the way it's going to be, and that's how it needs to be. Right. You know, and I think that uh, with the with the talent pool we have on this team, I don't. I I think you could honestly, we could throw a lineman back there and win. You know, we got yeah. we got a lot. Of, <laughs> hey, I'm serious. I'm you hear serious. him, William? <laughs> William's going to be throwing the ball. Yeah, I know. Boss yeah, House, you big, know that, right? Big Red's going to hear me. But I get to run the ball this week, right? Nate said it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they, I think we ran, we had a couple of uh, offensive sets where they put Caleb Roller back there at fullback. Oh, uh, I think they had Devin. Yeah. Oh, it was Devin. Devin. Okay. Why well, hey, everyone else in this league, if you're watching, listening to this, watch out for Devin, man. That boy will. <laughs> he may be big, but he's fast. He, he he showed that on practice. He took off. It's going to be fun. Well, we're going to have a great time. We're going to have a really good time at the Palace here in Pack the Palace. Palace. Hashtag Pack the Palace here in just a couple of weeks. We're excited to watch you take the field, David, with the team. Thank you. We're excited to see the moments that you get to step in, Nate, because they're coming. Yes, sir. Um, Whatever those moments look like or whatever the need is, um, being that guy that can step in on a moment's notice is just as difficult. Absolutely. Um, So we're excited to see both of you guys and the rest of the team Take the field there at the Rose Palace. Um, beat the Bulls. We got to come up with a thing. We had we had all of these things back when we did the Commander stuff, and we've not done yeah. anything with the beat the Bulls. I, don't I know. said we'll BS, but no one liked that really. Oh, yeah. You were big on the, the BS. BS. Uh-huh. Big on the BS. Bull slaughter. Bull slaughter. So we're going to wrap things up right there. All that remains to be said is that Smoking Guns Podcast is brought to you by Texas Sports LMT, licensed massage therapist, specialized in sports massage, sports stretch, Swedish, and deep tissue massage. Texas Sports LMT has been in business eight years and was nominated Best of San Antonio three years in a row. She worked alongside the San Antonio Gunslingers, 
and, now, and the San Antonio the commanders, commanders yeah, the co- yep. and the commanders, making sure they were game day ready at all times. She has also worked and provided sports stretch to numerous players from the NFL and the NFL Combine. Sports stretch is structured to be performed on athletes of any size or stature. It is safe for just about anyone who is looking to gain flexibility in order to perform better on the field, in the gym, and everyday activities. Give Laura, the Texas Sports LMT, a call to set up an appointment today. And when I say today, I mean today. We've had a lot of stress here in San Antonio, so the best thing we need is a massage. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. give her a call at 210-459-0176. Again, that's 210-459-0176. It's not how you train, it's how you recover. We want to toss out uh, a thank you to our amazing, amazing, Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. You're just so used to forgetting the G. It's the G. It is. I dropped the G. Uh, The amazing uh, patrons that we have, uh, Iris and Mo Ferrante. Love them. Uh, Herman Robles Jr., who we're going to get. We're going to get that voice on the show at some point. We're going to have him soon Uh, through SpeakPipe. We thought maybe he was going to be the first SpeakPipe user ever. We haven't had one yet. We need somebody to jump in on SpeakPipe. We challenge you. He's working on it. Yeah. uh, he contacted us. Alba Nava, who is now part of the ownership yes, Congratulations. of the San Antonio Gunslingers. And then, of course, the COO, the man that makes everything go, um, the man that's pulling his hair right now as we get closer and closer. Oh, for sure. He's stressing. Jason Torres. We saw him on Saturday. He and, needs uh, a massage. He's busy. He, yeah, he he's needs busy. a massage. He's got a lot going on. Uh, we're thankful for all of those folks, and we would love to have you be part of the team as well. If you join us on Patreon and become a patron of the show, we would be ever so thankful. And we would love to talk about you right here in the slot Absolutely. next week. Uh, so that's going to wrap things up for another episode. Special thanks to David and Nate for coming in and spending some time with us. A lot of time. Great guys. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm excited about the quarterback situation we have going on in San Antonio. Proud yeah, of, I think we got a great couple of guys. Proud yes. of both of them. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to professional football in San Antonio, we have the food. Yes, we do. Yep. We have the fans. Awesome. We have the palace. Hashtag pack the palace. Pack yep. the palace. Uh, we have the tailgating. Yes, we do. Yep. We have the football. And we have a message for all the bulls up in North Texas. That's right. For all the wild fans in Austin. Hey, by the way, you want to tell your, your thing? You want to you wanna give everybody your warning? My warning about? Yeah. Don't Google Austin oh, Wild. Oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah. Do not Google. <laughs> Do not Google Austin, Austin Wild from a work computer. Yeah, yeah, no, that happened at my work. <laughs> my COO, yes. If you're going to Google it, Google Austin Wild football. football. Yeah. Don't forget the football. Yes. Uh, so we got a message for the Buccaneers out there on the oceans of El Paso. Vast ocean waters. Over there. We've got a message for the Raiders roaming the plains of Mississippi. Football in San Antonio. Football is San Antonio, and San Antonio is football. And when it comes to game time, the 210 has got something to say. Bang, bang. <laughs>